Clyde One Super Scoreboard There are only a few certainties in life A couple you know fine well The other is if that we take a break There might be a goal And if Hugh Keevan says Celtic could play all night and not score Which he did during that break You know what's going to happen So a couple of minutes ago Dundee United nil Celtic won They were going to be champions anyway With a point But it looks like they will be Moving towards that finish line with a bit more steam Because Anthony Ralston has stood the ball up for Georgios Giacomakis To header beyond Benjamin Segrist And put Celtic in front Which has been coming all game, Hugh Keevans It was a wonderful header And a compliment to a terrific cross from Anthony Ralston uh, Giacomakis uh, very quiet all night uh, But that was the kind of header that he was brought to score uh, Dundee United on the break with a chance to equalise, but young Rory McLeod. It's opened oh, up a bit. They've hit the post, post. and it, is, it, is the offside flag up? Oh, off. Yeah, I thought it might be Nicky wow. Clark put the ball in the back of the net. Was that a kid with the effort? The yeah. young boy? Yeah, woke Dundee United up. A great shot from the youngster off oh. the post. Nicky Clark converted the rebound, but it, it always had that feeling, didn't it, that the flag was. Was going to, and now, this has become a basketball game What's happened to you? Celtic yeah, are now just, up the other well, end my, my very first sports editor Always had a saying Right that's you get the dross out of your head Now give me your good ideas <laughs> uh, So you know this is, the mo- yeah. this is the most open it's become game, a game. Yeah. This is very strange Dundee United are now on the attack oh. And it's cut back um, and blocked So Dundee United now look like Oh they've free got kick. a free they've kick got their tails up yeah. In a dangerous Again, area listen, Going back to that strike What a strike it is From 20 yards And it's just beat Joe Hart But hit the post And then Nicky Clark As you say Is in an offside position Which he always looked As if he was um, From that phase of attack But yeah Dundee United mm. have came up And, and uh, the game has opened up um, they're both kind of going for it at the moment So yeah it's been Here's an effort again here He, he is yeah, offside, he's, he's, offside yeah, yeah. Isn't What a strike Great strike Great strike Kid with a future, 16 years old, uh, Rory McLeod. Uh, Joe Hart nowhere near that. So Celtic got away yeah. with one there, but uh, they've now they've got to defend a very dangerous free kick. Yeah, we'll stay with it until the free kick's taken, but my goodness, it's taken its time. I don't know what's going on here because uh, Rangers are about to start the second half. Ahmad Diallo is coming on. And here's the two... Men who are looking to spoil a party that they otherwise would quite enjoy Tony Watt and Charlie Mulgrew uh, coming on <laughs> And the irony for Dundee United Rory McLeod goes off after hitting the post yeah. and uh, Tony Watt takes his place oh, I hope Charlie Mulgrew comes straight on and takes the free kick NFL style yeah. Look at the special teams on Spe- Specialist isn't he? <laughs> that might indeed, that might actually happen So what? what's happened here then? A, a quick flurry or the falling behind in Dundee United I thought alright well, we, well we can go for this now yeah, again, again, I was always expecting them two to kind of have a, a part in the game, but as you say, it looks like uh, Charlie McGrew with that one. Well, we have to stay with this. Uh, we've got another break to take, but if he come, if Charlie McGrew comes on, it'd be amazing, and just runs straight up to take the free kick and scores it against Celtic on the night that they're trying to clinch the title. Yeah, quite a story. Another great special moment. Uh, subplot. He's in definitely a, having it in a wonderful yeah. Scottish football season. He's scored a few. He's having it. That's for time. sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about this. The draft excluder is out for Celtic. Someone's got that job of lying behind the wall. Here comes Charlie Mulgrew. It's into the hands of Joe Hart. Okay, second half at Ibrooks coming up. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Big let off for Celtic. Tony Watt with the header, and it's come back off Joe Hart's post. He clearly thought it was going wide because he kind of wandered over and had a wee look at it. And then you have to say, I know none of you two were defenders, but that tackle from Anthony Ralston 
it's that's as good as the goal. Defenders yeah, love a, that. It's a goal stopper. He's, he's, he's really he's come up with a couple of crucial moments. He had the assist for the goal, but yeah, Dundee United hit the post again. There, Tony walked with a glancing header. And it looked as if, I'm not sure who it was, was going for the rebound, but Ralston managed to get the last ditch tackle. It looked a definite goal. As you say, Gordon, I think... Miskin in it was, sorry, coming in at the back post. Yeah, when you watch it back, I think Joe Hart thinks it's going wide because he's almost just shadowing it wide and then it hits the post and by surprise, it takes him by surprise and Ralston's done absolutely brilliant to make that challenge in the boxes. Especially, again, when the Dundee United player's on the end of it, opportunity to give away a penalty, but he gets it... Absolutely spot on and, and it's mm. a goal saving challenge that one I think this was maybe the same change that Motherwell made at the break at the weekend To try and win the game Ojala off Van Veen on Or it was a bit later they've done that at half time That's so a centre back off and a, and a striker on So trying to give it a go and, and beat Hearts Rangers brought Diallo on at half time uh, I think and they're still 2-0 uh, in front there Celtic have just made a triple change here I think have they? Yeah, Jota, Turnbull and Rogic all on Hatati off, uh, Forrest off, and who was the third? O'Reilly, did you say that? O'Reilly, yeah. yeah. O'Reilly. Yeah, so Rogage, Turnbull, and Jota on. Uh, not a bad trio to bring on, Simon. Yeah, and we, we touched on it before. If Celtic had got to around about this mark, 0 0, they would have came on anyway. But yeah, he's just decided to freshen it up. Uh, but just getting back to Ralston there, you know, touching on players having. Good impact at different parts of the season. That goal up at Dingwall, an assist tonight, that tackle. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably not regarded as the the, the number one right back there. They've brought in Juranovic, who's played a lot this season. But see, even that, what he's been called upon, he's come Set up, up with the some goal, as you say. Um, moments. Yep, they'll look back on that one at Ross County, of course, late winner. He would certainly be Celtic's transformation king this season, Hugh. I don't think yeah. there's any I doubt a lot about of that. Early on the yeah, he did, yeah. If you go back to Ange's first game at Tynecastle, Tony Rawlson scored the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have forgotten he was still at the club, uh, and others wondered why he was still at the club. So he he rose to the occasion. He rose to the new manager. Uh, he got himself into the fringes of the Scotland mm-hmm. squad. Yep. So as Simon rightly says tonight, he has contributed an assist for the Giacomacchus goal. And he's just pulled Celtic out of the fire Because that yeah. could have been an equaliser It was actually a double change for Rangers at the break So Balogun came on alongside Ahmed Diallo And it was Aribo and Barisic go off So I'm now interested, Cammy I'm now second guessing Does that mean Aribo and Barisic play a little bit of the game on on Saturday? Is yeah. that, that sort of plan? Again, I, I'm unsure I, I, I would say that I would think he would probably leave his whole start in the living really? for Wednesday Yeah, I would, I would think so um, I just think it's a little bit too close uh, whereas this game tonight It's a full week I think you just prepare as a um, As a team Towards that game on Wednesday night um, The Europa League final um, And Saturday You just try and change it As much as you can And give the youngsters a game um, And it's a game That they can relish The opportunity of playing In a Premier League game So um, I would rest as many players As possible on Saturday Now maybe you're in the habit Of switching on Clyde won at this time and listening to Callum and enjoying his music. Well, you might be surprised to hear us. We're here until 11 o'clock tonight. So whatever happens in tonight's football, should Celtic get over the line? Should Rangers cruise to a comfortable pre-Seville victory? Uh, both of which look likely. Should Motherwell get that win they're looking for? Dundee might be relegated. It will be 01419511025. You can actually call right now if you want. Um, but we are here until 11 o'clock. So if you want to wait until full time... Uh, you can feel free to do that as well But make sure you do 
uh, get in touch again there's some really nice play from Celtic Simon's the last pass might not yeah, be they, there they broke well there Rogic into Turnbull uh, he sent Giacomakis away he got the break of the ball off the first defender and there's a pass on to Jota you can see Jota cutting in now he is oh. a nightmare to defend oh, against and it's a brilliant save what a save come on then Cammy former Dundee United oh Rangers my game, goodness I know I told you to watch the Rangers game Jota to be with fair. a fantastic bit of skill the there I think he nutmegs the first player skips inside on his right foot and tries to beat the keeper He's near post Really good save This is your big moment Cammy. This yeah. is your speciality We need to wait in the Dundee replay. United goalkeeping um, He's kept Dundee United in it Giving them a bit of a A chance Waiting for a lull in the play So that we can get a look at that Second viewing um, But it's still pretty relentless Celtic pressure at the moment Rangers had a free kick In a wide area Just looking to add a third Tavernier and Kent were over it Um Probably too, probably too wide to shoot But one that you can Hit towards that back post And see what happens Yeah listen that, The build up to, to that as well Balogun travelled with the ball From well within his half um, So it was, a, it was a great bit of play I'm just seeing the replay back From the Celtic game From the save Yeah oh. what, a, what a save That's a, a fantastic save From Seagrist it's, it's back against him as well So he has to change The weight of his body And it was such a strong hand To get that away So Fantastic save from him How good was that from Jota To begin with Simon Brilliant. A little nutmeg Cut in again He's actually found form again The last four or five weeks uh, After maybe not being at the standards That he'd been at earlier in the season uh, But he's right back at it just now Well they do say That he has told Benfica He wants to make the move to Glasgow permanent uh, So once uh, Saturday's out of the way Celtic season is at an end then and Ange Postacoglu has said that he wants all transfer business done as quickly as possible so that one should be resolved sooner rather than later Yeah, I, th- I think a good one as well, Hugh I think I'm not a big stats guy but the important stats of assists and goals will be good for him this season he's, he's really got an end product to his game Leon Balogun is just on one he's only just come on and he's just r- running around no care in the world gliding past players taking everyone on yeah that's a second one a second free kick yeah from the half wheel he's just driving forward with the ball again it's been total dominance from Rangers in this second half um, and, and they've changed their, their line up a little bit but yeah listen he's, he's, he's fitted in really well there and he, he looks full of confidence going forward so um, yeah I expect more goals for Rangers this half Dundee United getting some Good practice at defending the box Here goes Jota again I don't think Liam Smith is enjoying this As it's crossed in Oh it's an interesting header um, Back across goal from Dundee United Which gives Greg Taylor another go at it And this time Segrist just holds on Celtic second is looking quite likely Hugh Yeah, uh, they're swarming all of them once again uh, An injury though to a Celtic player I think uh, Abada, Abada has gone down Yeah Abada uh, Oh no they might have to bring Kyogo on Says yeah. Sam Courts <laughs> Or Maeda he, he, I don't think he's keen to carry on by No the look it, it, it looks as if it Could be his groin muscular It looks as if he's holding yeah, We just see the United's chance again That's Balogun hit the post with a header as well Leon Balogun's going to get man of the match Despite being a defender Who came on at half time <laughs> In a 2-0 way. win against Ross County What a celebration that is From Joe Hart and Ralston there Joe Hart punches him Like a punching bag in his chest Just with oh, It was just sheer emotion From both of them From that, that challenge Is that what friends do to each other These days Hugh? Well Apparently so You know what young people are like You know More civilised in your day uh, Chris Mockery has come on For Archie Mikasin For Dundee United Maeda And it is Maeda I mean yeah. if Abada has gone off Looks like he's taken a sore one He's limping off 
If you're Dundee United and the legs are getting a bit heavy, that is the last guy you want to see come on, Simon. Maeda, or whoever he's up against here for the next 20 minutes. Uh, this guy's just energy personified, unbelievable this season, just keeps going. What rate is unbelievable. Uh, yeah, Bada looks in a bit of discomfort. It could be a. I think maybe he's groin. I think he was holding his groin there. Celtics season has not got too much mileage left in it, Hugh. This is the big night to win the league, and thereafter, I'm sure they'll happily let Lee Labada get some yeah. some rest if they need it. There's here's a, here's a pass a on to Celtic. I can't believe Tom Rogic picked that oh, pass. Oh. It's still a good chance, and it goes wide from Jackie Marcus. The most obvious pass of the night is on Simon down the right to Maeda. Play it now Play it now He holds on to it He does slide this in nicely I think it's for Turnbull And Jackamakis actually takes The ball away from <sighs> Turnbull Moving through And then he tries to finish it Jackamakis is having one of those nights In I've front was, was having one of those nights In front of goal yeah. I was going to say Hold on We've got one of these Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com We've got a goal At Fir Park and it's Motherwell 2 Hearts 1 and it's Ricky Lamy with the goal on 55 minutes if Ricky Lamy scores the goal oh, oh what wow. a goal it's Anadice goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com oh. he's a bit of a specialist from distance and it's Dylan Levitt rifles one past Joe Hart from distance unstoppable into the top corner what a player he's been for Dundee United Celtic might still win the league with this result uh, but they have been pegged back and it's level at Tannadice. Well, I must go back to Ange Postacoglu's phrase. There are two ways to go over the line. Uh, one is to stagger over and the other is to go through at speed. Now, <laughs> a a, it's a wonderful goal. It's no more than Dundee United deserve. And Celtic, I'm afraid, have made very heavy weather of their night on Tayside. They Do you think Dundee United deserve to be level in this game? Uh, I, I think for bravery. Um, you know they haven't capitulated. They've, they've hit the post. They've hit the post twice. twice. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's taken a great uh, saving tackle from Anthony Ralston to prevent an equaliser earlier on, and now they've scored a magnificent goal. So uh, Celtic are by no means certain to wrap up the title tonight. What what a hit that is! Going honestly, it's unbelievable. So good, isn't it? He's, he's, he's dragged it because the ball to him is kind of behind him. He's dragged it. He's left just in enough. And he's right through in front of him, and he's got absolutely no backswing on it. He's yeah. absolutely leathered this into the corner, and it's unstoppable. Not for the first time this season, he's been brilliant, Simon. Yeah. You can see the football education he's had. If you like, he's you know come up from Man United, and he's he's shown that at times. Yeah, that was a that was a fantastic strike. As Cammy says, there the pass. I don't even know if it was a pass or if it just came into him, but he's, he's dragged it from behind him, and then almost in the one motion. Has smashed it back where it came from. Hart had no chance there. It's back in the balance. The, the title may not be won tonight because Dundee United hit the post twice. Anthony Ralston has uh, saved Celtic from uh, a goal before Dylan Levitt's goal, and Dundee United look right up for this now. And Celtic have only themselves to blame. Yep, Celtic probably enjoying one of their better periods of the game at that moment. Cammy yeah. and it was a we could keep talking about it because it deserves it how good that goal was from Dylan Levitt yeah again it's a phenomenal strike but as you say Celtic had kind of came back into it because Dundee United have, have been much better in this second half they've had opportunities at the Celtic goal and yeah as Sid's uh, just pointing that they're going downhill so <laughs> it, it does make a difference to the slope and again um, psychologically to the United players 
they play their weekend well every second week they play at uh, Tannadice so they know the slopes there they know they can use it to their advantage um, and they what, certainly what have done end, that what end of the slope did you save the three penalties in one game that, that was that was at uh, Dunfermline so it was oh, forget that then yep. uh, producer Callum was there he says he tells me in my ear I hoped it was Thanks, I, hoped, I hoped it was slope related um, you're right it was obviously Dunfermline uh, right you didn't even get the chance to reflect on what is a huge goal for Motherwell and I was going to say Hugh if Ricky Lamy signs a pre-contract with Dundee to leave Motherwell but yeah. then goes to score the goal that secures them top six and follows that up with the goal that gets them into Europe yeah. and then leaves for Dundee it will be quite, the, this quite is a now, story this is now take away the idea you first thought of because there's apparently a clause in the contract which allows him to get out of the Dundee deal if they are relegated so they are and tonight that yeah, yeah they're gone yeah uh, so I, I don't see Ricky Lamy in the championship at Dens Park next season somehow. Is he is he welcome to stay at Motherwell? Yeah, there's a clause in the contract. Which yeah, but I mean, is he welcome is he to stay? Something? Yeah, yeah. Is he, is it, um, from a Motherwell point of yeah, view, yeah, I think there was an offer on the table. Yep, um, and there still would be, even though that's came publicly that he wa- he signed a pre-contract with Dundee. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, obviously, I would imagine he's going to make the decision that he's pulling the plug because they're relegated. Would Motherwell then say, look, yes, we want stay to keep anyway. you? Yeah, we'll watch that with interest for sure. Um, I wonder if the Rangers game now is a bit more... I mean, look, Rangers are very much in control. Uh, Cammy, I wonder if it's a bit more of job done and, yeah, Scott and why, why would Rangers moment. care? Scott Wright's down at the moment. Um, again, that's a bit of a worry. Um, physios are on. So Heavy would, tackle. Yeah, so we'd imagine that if there's any problem at all, he'll be brought off here. Um, but we'll need to wait and see if that happens. Do you expect Kyogo okay. for Celtic at some point, Hugh? Uh, well, he's on a tightrope now, Ange Postacoglu, because he's got 15 minutes to protect, I never thought I'd say this, to protect a draw uh, at Tannadice. He has fallen victim to his own phrase. Celtic are staggering over the line. Uh, and he has to decide now whether to go for it, bring on Kyogo, or see if the changes he has made can either hold on to the draw or get a winner but Dundee United still look very much up for this uh, I think we're heading for there or thereabouts a season high possession at Ibrox it's 82% for Rangers I remember a couple of kind of 83-84s for Celtic um, I'm sure Rangers have been up there as well this season so we won't split hairs over a percent or two but it's been that type of night yeah I'm pretty sure some some fans will probably split hairs over that between the old firm, but um, yeah, it's been been comfortable for for Rangers. Um, I'm just waiting to see if Scott Wright does come back. Yeah, he's back on the pitch, but I know I seen Giovanni maybe saying that he would probably um, look to make a change there. Um, he won't take any chances with any players tonight. That's for sure. Celtic in and around the box again, but the final ball. Yeah, pitching wedge over the top from. Yeah, just the final Callum ball McGregor's again. Just not, not there. Quite right and. We spoke about it there just before Dundee United equalised with the great opportunity they had and I don't know if Rogic makes the wrong decision. He's trying to thread Turnbull through and Jackie Marcus gets in the road. Maeda's in so much space, isn't he? He is, and it would have been his first touch. It'd have been his first touch. I think Callum McGregor still needs that mask. Yeah. I think he's just grown quite fond of it. Again, I, is it superstition? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe he just wants to get to the end of the season because he's been wearing it forever. To, yeah, maybe, yeah. I think if you put green and stripes on it, it might be something that we sell in the shop. <laughs> I was going to say, make a few quid there. <laughs> would um, you would you agree or disagree, Simon? Celtic are staggering over the line. Celtic, yeah, well, Celtic have a lot of opportunities tonight here to to get this a lot more comfortable than it has. You have to give Dundee United some credit. Second half, they've hit the post twice. Celtic have been wasteful. 
we've been wasteful in the final third. Uh, goal is so good I just keep seeing it from Dylan Levitt it is yeah, outstanding it's a, it's if you get to see right. it um, Sakala and Davis have come on for Rangers Lundstrom and Kent go off so there we are they're getting their half an hour rest yep. yeah as expected again you, you expected Rangers to make a lot of substitution especially the way the, way the games went it's been Joe very Hart comfortable comes and does not get it oh. Ooh. chances yeah, it looks like United might be crowded out Or they're going to have to at least cross it again This time oh, Joe Hart oh. punches um, And Celtic still can't quite get it clear But they do this time Dundee United will be frustrated I'm sure they couldn't make more of Joe Hart being Don't really know where he was Well, if you're going to come to get it You better get it And yeah. he didn't Gammy, what happens there? Yeah, again, he, he finds his soul In sort of that no man's land And, and again, doesn't deal with it very well Gets away with it um, The second one He gets a better punch on To the edge of the box And it clears the danger But listen At this moment in time Dundee United look The more threatening uh-huh. In this game Yeah just sitting off Celtic When they've got it at the back As you would expect But Greg Taylor Just tries to Flight one over the top And that's Never really going to work I think was a Surprise, I, Surprised they haven't mm. Used Kyogo to this Oh I think, I, I, think, I think now I would realise If I were Ange Postacoglu uh, I better get him on Because this doesn't look right uh, I wonder if Seeing that tackle back I don't know if you can remember it Cammy, the one on Scott Wright Whether maybe the red card could have come out Yeah again it was It was a nasty tackle to be honest And he's done well to, to recover from it And thankfully he has recovered from it Because they're the tackles that you don't want to see You could even see um, The Ross County manager Kind of showing a little bit of sympathy When he came to the side uh, just watch the Rangers get another opportunity from a set piece. They've been really dangerous at set pieces. Goldson again with a header over the bar, but a great ball in the box. And that's mm. again next week. That'll be a big part of Rangers' game. They're set pieces next week in, in Seville against uh, Frankfurt. That they need to get good balls because the balls in the box tonight have been phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, Hearts are obviously going for it. They've taken off the defensive utility man, Andy Halliday. Uh, and brought on Ellis Sims, who we know is a goal threat, or maybe they're resting Andy Halliday for the cup final, Hugh? Oh, I think so. He'll want that big time. But here come Dundee United again. Yeah, I think there's a frustration that Niskanen doesn't have too much to hit and has to come back, at which point his teammates lose him the ball. I would have brought on Kyogo, I must say, just to see if the old lucky charm worked, because... Yeah, Akamakis has scored with a wonderful header, but he, he done nothing else. Yeah, you just wonder why he hasn't featured tonight. He's uh, not usually shy and rotating things. Well, not, as we've seen with the rest a, of the changes. Yeah, I'm trying to second guess him. Maybe Akamakis popping up with the goal. They don't normally play together on the field, but I'd have thought we'd have seen Kyogo before now. Well, still, as is often the case, Celtic in and around the Dundee United box, but United have got, I think, all 11. Players within the a sort of defensive third as Maeda just tries to hold off. There's been a heavy tackle on. Yeah. Is it Fashion Sakala? Yeah, I think it's Cal Morris. It's a bad, it's a bad tackle. To be fair, he's never getting there, and he just catches his hand. Could that, be a really that's sore. Not one great. That that's he, not a great tackle at all. For me, you could you could get a red card for yeah. that because you could break his ankle quite easily. Um, he's absolutely lunged into that tackle with with no intent to play the ball either. So um, yeah, I yeah think Keith Watson isn't Keith it? Watson. Yeah, sorry, Keith yeah. Watson. So again, it's it's a poor poor. Ooh, Challenge It was a robust And then some Simon I don't know if you've had the chance To see it back yet But Rangers have the know. chance uh, Scott Wright's header Easily saved From that free kick Yeah uh, and that's obviously the, the, the worry You know The caller earlier on Was talking about Picking up injuries yeah. I suppose you can do that At any time Whether it's in training But 
There's a chance there for Yeah, him. that was just that Scott Wright one we're seeing back, but he doesn't get the right purchase on the header. And there he is. Yeah, Kyogo might get the last 10 minutes or so. He's still doing his warm-up, though. He's given that look to the bench as if to say, come on, gaffer, pick me. Well, you better get him up before Dundee United score. Well, I'm not sure he uses the word gaffer. Possibly made that up. Um, MJH10 says, can't believe you're on five hours again tonight. Just about to leave for Haydock so you can keep me company. Gordon Duncan, Simon Donnelly, Shinjuku, Shug, plus Cammy Bell. I don't know if he's on Twitter, so I can't <laughs> tag him. You're more of an Instagram man, aren't you? Instagram, yeah. Yes. You'll find me there. Um, the drive to Haydock, hopefully it's going well. But he's right, we are here. Until 11 o'clock So come on 01419511025 If you want to wait Till the full time whistles go Then fine But Celtic fans You're only about 8 minutes away From being champions How does that feel? I'm not sure you would have Believed it Back in August So you're 8 minutes away From winning The Scottish Premiership title Pick up the phone When the full time whistle goes And uh, Rangers fans It's all eyes on Seville But a comfortable night At Ibrox You've got a bit longer to wait 66 minutes gone uh, And that one As the cross comes in and Jakimakis just can't get the direction on it. He, th- he tentatively uh, appeals for a corner, but I don't think there was much doing. He scored the goal that might might win the title, and he's just had a, a difficult night thereafter, before and after the goal. Yeah, just couldn't get enough purchase on that one. Defended well. It's been out for a goal kick for Dundee United. So it, seven minutes to go. Are yeah. we going to see Kyogo? Well, as I say, you better get get him on before Dundee United score because the game is in the mm. balance. Um, Rangers still very comfortable. Ross County with a rare free kick, yep. free kick chance. We know Hungbo's goal against Dundee was one of one of the goals of the season. It was nominated, but it was put to a vote. And of course, a Ross County player isn't going to win a public vote in this country. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the way it works. Um, it's always going to be the big two. Oh, I can't believe he's left it for his teammate. You'd yep. be pulling rank there. Straight in the wall Straight as well. in the wall I think he's injured himself Taking the free kick Whoever it was <laughs> It's a, into the wall At about knee height Yeah it was a poor Poor free kick And that's been probably Ross County's first opportunity Of the night as well It's been that comfortable For Rangers uh, Jota's oh. in the box So he oh. rides a tackle Fires at side netting <laughs> And it's a goal kick Celtic look in the mood To try and finish this one off If The angle was tight Simon Yeah good turn of pace And strength to hold The defender off But just tried to hit it early and it's, it's went into the side net. Rogic with a threaded pass through. Good strength here. And just, it's a, it's a tight angle. Yeah, it's yeah. a tight angle. He does really well to get on the end of it yeah, because he uses great strength. Can he go down there? Mm, I think it would be soft if he did. Um, he's, used, he's used his strength well just, and he's composed himself when he's got the shot away. He's just, the angle's really, really tight and it would be difficult to beat Seagrass from that angle. Jack Marcus has spent the whole night mooring and uh, the referee's just about had enough of him. Uh, he's, I don't know if we're going to see Kyogo. Uh, five minutes of regulation time left. Um, and Giacomacus, although he scored the goal, looks an unhappy man out yeah, there. Yeah, he cuts a frustrating figure there. I yeah. don't know if there was something off the ball there when Jota was breaking and he ended up on the floor. But Yeah, it must have been related. Motherwell make that. a double change. Liam Shaw and Ross Tierney come on. Sean Goss. And Callum Slattery come off So as it stands We keep saying it But it's a, a long way to go This would be A very good night For Motherwell Because Ross County Are almost certainly Going to lose at Ibrox And Motherwell are 2-1 in front But still a long way to go there uh, So they would gain on um, Both their European rivals But Dundee United Would be absolutely Over the moon With a point I'm sure Against Celtic And it's looking likely Well 
I'm looking at the Celtic players. You know, they, they realise that they're minutes away from the draw that would make them champions. But the simplest of passes are evading them, uh, and I just wonder if being this close has caused nerves to set in. That's a tough ball down the line for Maeda from Greg Taylor. Me. Even he was going to struggle to catch that, even up the slope. I think, to be honest, now listen, I, I certainly would just take this one all and, and get over the line. Um, take the title. It's not, it's not the ideal way. The but at the end of the day, they're going to win the the title, uh, and that's what this, the objective was tonight was to to make sure they got over the line um, and won the won the title tonight. But yeah, I think Dundee United have grown into this second half and have caused them problems as well. Um, absolutely, we are in the last well. Three and a half minutes of the 90 it's at Tanadice, but maybe some additional time. Don't recall too many stoppages. Reagan Charles Cook, the top scorer, one of the four nominees for PFA Scotland's Player of the Year, has come on for Ross County, so they oh. didn't start with him uh, this evening. He's come on. Joe Hart with a very under hit goalkeeper's feet, penalty <laughs> box. Yeah. Still has Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> of the jury, I put it to you. Yeah, yeah. The, ju- the jury's one. verdict is he's got away with it again, yeah. not guilty, because he's still not been caught out, <laughs> Hugh Evans. Well, maybe one day. If you keep trying, maybe we'll get there before the end of the a season. A suspended sentence. Yeah, it was, it was a short pass, it was a slack one as well, and he's got to you know again. See when the ones are run back and it's towards the goal, you're yeah. just one bobble. He mishit that Again that, that's what we was touching on With the Leeds goalkeeper It was yeah. in the middle of his goal yeah. And same with Joe Hart there it's, If it's wide of the goal You're much more confident yeah. If you take a bad touch It's dribbling mm. on It's going for a corner That's a worst <sighs> case scenario But yeah um, Nice footwork from Dundee United It looked like Celtic had recovered Nick Walsh has spotted a pull In the middle of the, the Dundee half Dundee United half Dylan Levitt's enjoying himself What a goal I keep saying it It's worth it well, two and a half minutes of regulation time, uh, but Dundee United in the market for an equaliser uh, for a winner. Uh, so no Kyogo, obviously now, uh, and the goalkeeper will launch it. Seagrass will launch it towards Joe Hart. You just wonder if Kyogo's maybe a bit undercooked in some way. Yeah, I don't know, or I would he be on the bench at all if that was the yeah, case? I don't know. I'm surprised that we haven't seen him featured here at all. As Tony Watt picks it up at the edge of the box, yep. He's not got much in front of him. Um, but he might just win a corner out of it. Nah, it's going to yeah. go for a goal okay. kick. Doesn't come to anything. Just talking about the awards as well coming. Ooh, hold on, we've got one of these. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. And it's Rangers 2, Ross County 1. And it's Jordan White with a curler from 25 yards. That shakes things up. The outcome of tonight is not hugely um, important for Rangers. Um, but it's a lovely finish just outside the box. It's oh, a wonderful goal. finish. Yeah, it's, it's slack from Rangers. They're in possession of the ball. They give it away. Um, Jordan White picks it up, probably 25 yards from goal, but he curls it right around Alan McGregor, giving him absolutely no chance. Fantastic finish from the big guy. How's this for a start, Hugh Keevens? Jordan White, five league goals this season. Uh-huh. Against Rangers, four of them. <laughs> well, the man who got... Four? Four out of his five league goals this season have been against Rangers. I believe it's fairly well known. Um, it comes from a Rangers supporting family, and uh, he's picking his moment this season <laughs> every time. The man all, who, all four fixtures. The man who scored the goal that cost Neil Lennon his job as well last season at uh, Dingwall. Dundee United's last chance. Tony Watt fighting away there. Uh, he gets a free kick. There's been it? a change for Rangers as well. Scott Arfield comes on. Scott Wright goes off. So that was Rangers' first goal scorer off. 
Um, but that's a great goal from Jordan White, and that's just unbelievable. A yeah, striker who only scores five goals, but four of them are against Rangers. How does that happen? Phenomenal finish. Again, great it finish. was Scott Wright that gave the ball away, actually. It was a little right, bit slack. You could see he was frustrated, but... Yeah, yeah, it was some finish. Here's the big finish. Yeah. Dundee United have the free kick. There might still be a sting in the tail. The title could have to wait until the weekend because Dundee United, remember, if they just nick it here, that would shake everything up. Rangers are, well, they're not guaranteed to win either at this stage now. Um, but they are in control. This is the four minutes added on as well. Mm -hmm. So Celtic need to defend this set yeah. piece. I can see producer Callum's twitching nervously. I can feel his presence. Um, and it's a deep one You have to say Joe Hart's not able to come It's headed about a few times It's bouncing oh. around And what a I wonder if the flag was up anyway Because um, if not It's a bit of a sitter for Ryan yeah, Edwards There was one thing conspicuous By its absence there Celtic defending in any way Yeah a bit of a let off Although I think Was it like a say, I think Not sure hmm. Just didn't look like there was much Made of the yeah. Of the miss if you like But Celtic gone went pretty quickly. Um, it's nice from David Turnbull, just lets the ball run across him, but Jota ends up getting into traffic. So there's now three and a bit minutes left for either side, I guess, to get the winner. Well, yeah, Celtic just want to keep it on this side of the, the pitch now. They don't want to invite any unnecessary pressure with three minutes to go. Yeah, on the left. It was Leela Bada with the injury time winner at Celtic Park oh, earlier this season. Into the corner, Greg Taylor. Well, I guess that's. Well, he's he's done actually really well really to come well. back, and there's oh, oh and it's a, that's, that should be it. That should be the three points for Celtic. Maeda, no composure whatsoever. He's about seven yards out, goal in front of him, and he has. That's horrible. A that's a horrible fair. finish. A good first touch as well. Slices it wildly. Just lashes at it. Yeah. Well, Is Kyogo seriously going to get two minutes here? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kyogo's coming on for the last two minutes. Jackie Mack has gone off. Um, is that the bit that? Maeda lacks Simon Yes I think yeah I think the composure We've we seen it in the game recently I know he was offside Which wasn't given The one he lashed over the bar At the start of the second half I think Yeah Everything's at a pace with him But sometimes when You just want to slow that last bit down A wee bit of Like that one there That just uh, Epitomises that kind of rushed finish He, he, he slashed ac across that there Where a cooler head You're maybe just placing it Here we go well, um, um, I mean, yeah, Cammy Celtic. You could say this about the earlier chances as well, but because of when this one comes, that, that, that should be the game wrapped up. Yeah, and Postecoglou will know that it should be. A, it was great play by Greg Taylor down the wide. Um, he, he checked back and then done the defender and great cross in, and he just slashes at his shot. Mm. It's no composure in it. It's just a, a sort of hit towards the target without any real purpose. Tell you what, though, Hugh, there's a couple of moments there. Greg Taylor in the corner, then Joe Hart yeah. now looking at this back four. I think Celtic know that a point wins them the league and they're not that fussed. Yeah. Right, correct. Uh, they, they have staggered over the line. Um, the, the finish from uh, Maeda was what Sir Alex used to call irresponsible when he was at Aberdeen. An irresponsible finish. I mean, put it this way, there's a corner to Celtic with a minute to go. Joe Hart's not coming up for it, is he? No, no, no. I don't no. think. It's not one of those occasions. It'd be funny if he did. Joe Hart scores the goal <laughs> that wraps up the... <laughs> Uh, the title Joe, they the should be keeping be up there. He likes to get involved uh, Celtic are just sort of keeping it right. Yeah it's keep interesting They've gone yeah. for, yeah. Gone for uh, Keep ball rather yeah. than edge ball So they know that this title is is won It's a minute They're away happy with Celtic the fans get ready to pick up the phone You would not have envisaged this in August You're about to become champions Of the Scottish Premiership How does that feel? Let us know We're here on the open line 
until 11 o'clock doesn't matter what happens at Ibrox but incidentally Rangers are 2-1 up it was very comfortable um, but now it's become maybe a bit more nervy with that uh, Jordan White curler fantastic goal Dundee United are still scrapping away um, but Celtic don't look in any great hurry and I think that's pretty much going to be that you're about to hear Tannadice from here I suspect uh, the away fans know that it's ready you can see them poised waiting for Nick Walsh's final whistle it's been a, a long very interesting season and there is no one out there who predicted this outcome at the start of the campaign so the Celtic fans are about to enjoy this moment and there goes the whistle Celtic are champions Andrew McLean Dundee United 1 Celtic 1 the full time score at Tannadice Celtic are the Premiership champions after a draw at Tannadice tonight Ange Postacoglu turns round and hugs the rest of his backroom staff the Celtic players in celebration with each other loads of high fives and you can hear the Celtic fans who are all across this stand in front of me and over to the left as well there's flares going off Celtic are the champions and as for the game Jorgis Jakimakis he opened the scoring 53 minutes in it was a clipped cross from the right by Anthony Ralston and there was a Greek striker to power the header past Benjamin Seagrace Dylan Levitt though equalised with a stunner from distance after 72 minutes but for the most part Celtic dominated possession as they have in so many games domestically this season the players worked tirelessly with plenty of quick passing and movement in the final third and that's the type of football that Ange Postacoglu wants to play and what a job he's done of bringing in the right players and getting Getting them to buy into a style. Celtic fans were entering into a season of uncertainty. A manager they didn't know much about at all. A host of new players. They were attempting to bridge a gap that finished at 25 points last season. And they've completed the double. And I feel confident Ange Postacoglu can keep building on what he has done so far. I fully expect that the party will go deep into the night. Or even just continue all the way through to the weekend for Saturday's trophy left. I'm just looking at Callum McGregor who's ripped off his mask and he's going towards the Celtic fans he's beating his chest and he's celebrating and you can hear the noise as the Celtic players make their way over to the stand behind the goal to my left where a lot of the Celtic supporters are housed and the advertising boards with the signed champions is there and you'll be able to hear the anticipation build as the Celtic fans and the players are all about to join together in celebration and they are singing now as Celtic wrap up the league title with one game to spare. They've drawn with Dundee United 1-1 here at Tannadice, but they are the champions. Hugh Keevan, Celtic are champions of the Scottish Premiership. What do you make of that success? Champions are absolute. Congratulations to Celtic, to Callum McGregor, an inspirational captain, to Ange Postacoglu, whose job has been magnificent this season. Three defeats in his first six games, Worst start to a season for 23 years Followed by 31 games 6 draws, 25 wins 31 games undefeated Ending tonight In the taking of the title There were Good moments The Giacomacchus header was first class The cross from Tony Ralston Immaculate Ralston also saved Celtic With a desperate clearance to prevent Dundee United equalising but eventually United did equalise and Celtic I think taking this game in isolation have stuttered over the line I'll put it that way they've stuttered over the line but as I say champions are absolute so congratulations to Celtic How special is this one Simon? Yeah I think it's a remarkable turnaround after last season bounce back ability they talk about you know it would have been devastating not to get the 10 Rangers won 
It's a canter after New Year last year, 25 points of a gap. For Ange to come in and turn this so quickly, full credit to him. You know, he came in without a backroom staff as well. I know he worked with the guys there. He's, he's had faith in the guys that were already there. But it's, it's almost unheard of to come to a club on your own, comfortable in your own skin, have belief in yourself to go and do the job that he's did. He knew, he identified the recruitment. Every guy, almost to a man, has made a positive impact on this team. And this tonight is the result. Celtic have won a lot of titles in their long history. Cammy Bell, some are, in fact, hold on, just quickly, we've got one of these at Ibrooks. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Rangers 3, Ross County 1, Sakala with a header from a James Tavernier corner. I think the outcome at that one, of course, is more important, really, uh, for Ross County. It's a good diving header. Rangers fans are enjoying this march. On to Seville uh, Cami Celtic have won a lot of titles We'll yep. start that again Some are wonderful for the manner in which it's done Some are you know, two or three or four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in a row And they're all special in their own way But to win one when nobody expects you to win one When everybody's writing you off That must be very special Yeah, I think that's the biggest achievement for, for Celtic this season Is the, the turnaround um, so quickly that Simon's just talked about um, the impact that Ange since he's came in and listen I think he's fantastic the way he conducts himself is brilliant he, he's very good at talking to the press I think he, he breeds that confidence and calmness from the side onto his team he's got a, an identity of the way he wants his select team to play and, and they've stuck by it because listen he was getting a lot of stick at the start of the season so um, he's he's never ever got too high and never got too low but yeah it's been brilliant for Celtic this season I mean Andrew McLean we can hear what it means to those Celtic fans the Celtic players are absolutely loving it as well they're enjoying this moment yeah they are indeed and you just wonder if the turmoil of last season makes this title win even more sweet because you think of what happened in November and December of that campaign there was protests outside Celtic Park there was the Dubai debacle Neil Lennon resigning the end of the season without a trophy they failed in the 10 in a row bid Eddie Howe then knocked back the manager's job and I don't think after all of that any Celtic fan would have dreamed that they'd be wrapping up the title this season with a game to spare even though it was really done before today we all knew that Postacoglu he was undoubtedly a gamble made by the Celtic board yes he's had previous success coming from a different continent but it was impossible to judge how his methods would transfer over to Scotland but he's, he's brought in players he knew he would fit his style it's really clicked for them domestically 31 games now they're unbeaten in the Premiership at the moment they've scored the most goals in the league they've conceded the least as well and you just look at what he's done in terms of his recruitment he's brought in guys Cameron Carter-Vickers who has been a stalwart at the back for them a couple of January signings in Matt O'Reilly Rio Hatati who have made a real impact Celtic really were in desperate need of a goalkeeper last season they didn't have a reliable one and Joe Hart has been really reliable for them in between the sticks Kyogo has turned into a real fans favourite for them Jorgos Jakimakis has scored some big goals guys like Jota Abada Maida they've all added something in the final third and you look at the players down now still celebrating with the fans they've all got commemorative champions t-shirts on as well that have been handed out by one of the staff and they're singing at the moment that they shall not be moved and they won't be because they're top of the league and Rangers cannot catch them. They are the champions and the celebrations, as I say, will go long into the night and will continue at the weekend when Celtic lift the trophy at Celtic Park. We never stop, says the T-shirt, Hugh. It has become a, a phrase that Ange Postacoglu first used. Celtic have latched onto it. It's been a catchphrase they've repeated throughout the season. And in many ways it's accurate because... 
title wins can have ups and downs Celtics was sort of down to begin with yeah. and then up and then they never really stopped once they put their foot on the gas it really just went one way they started game 7 and from game 7 until game 37 they have never stopped uh, and so as I say champions are absolute they may not have had a, a memorable night by their standards in terms of their play and their chance taking but they are deserved champions of this country and Andrew has painted the picture of the last 12 months I don't know I don't think there's any Celtic fan who come on here tonight and truthfully say I knew Celtic would win the title I don't think anyone could truthfully say that well there's the challenge to you Celtic fans not to say that just to get in touch 01419511025 you are champions how does it feel pick up the phone and let us know please We are doing a longer show tonight As is often the case on the big night So come on let's hear from you What did you make of it tonight? If you want to talk about the game specifically Fine But I suspect it's the bigger picture uh, That means a lot more to you 01419511025 How does it feel to be champion Celtic fans? That is the question The lengths of this discussion Will go on and on and on Simon Because you're talking about The manager The recruitment the new players that have come in, the guys who were there and had to deal with the turmoil from last season, Callum McGregor, who takes over as captain. The, the list goes on and on for all the subplots to this success. Yeah, certainly does. And you, you look to the guys like Callum McGregor, who I don't think he was at his best last year. Celtic weren't at their best, of course. But, you know, for players to come in and immediately lift what's already there you know time and time again over that nine year period guys like Callum McGregor were called upon you know there's only so many times you can go to the well last year I think guys like him needed help the recruitment wasn't good at Celtic last year it was almost a polar opposite to this year in terms of guys coming in and didn't really affect the team in any positive manner and guys like Callum McGregor were asked you know time and time again to go and lead uh, from the front He's had support this year. He's back to his best. If not his best form, he's taken the captaincy role on in his stride. And as I say, the guys that have come in under Postecoglou have brought something back to Celtic. Uh, Hugh touched on it. The Celtic way, the attacking, free-flowing football. Maybe it wasn't quite there tonight, but more often than not over this season, it has been. Yeah, I mean, Cammy Bell, to win a title like this against what is a very good Rangers team in case you hadn't noticed, turn on the TV next Wednesday night it, it's going to take a lot, it's going to take loads of players pulling in the same direction it's going to take a manager who's near the top of his game and that's what's led to this night hasn't it? Absolutely and again I would, I would reflect back on the start of the season for Celtic I think they learnt a lot in the early games they lost I think Ange would have learnt a lot about the, the environment, his team um, the personalities he had in the team at that moment and what he needed going forward um, and it was part of the process to get where they are today so that that was a key moment for them obviously they had to turn it around they were getting a lot of criticism they took that on the chin and they moved on and, and Ange's done really well but recruitment's been key for them for me one player that i seen on the screen there celebrating Joe Hart um, obviously being a goalkeeper he he was key to them in the summer when when he came in Celtic had huge goalkeeping problems last season we all know that that was that was a disaster for them what happened last season Barkas never fitted in didn't didn't hit the heights of his price tag for a start or um, wasn't Celtic quality for a start so um, Joe Hart has came in been there and done it won big titles played under huge pressure in his career and listen it took I him a little bit of time to, to, to adjust to it 
But he's been key to them this season. I think he'd have been good round about the dressing room for Celtic this yeah. season as well. He's, mm. he's a kind of, he comes across as a leader. He's hugely experienced. I think he speaks well. I think he gets everything at Celtic. The fans want him. I think himself said that the two centre-backs aren't the most vocal of centre-backs, mm. so I think he's probably been the guy at the back there. Mm. Uh, and that defence, you know, it was under criticism at the start of the season, but it's, I think as it stands at the moment, it's the best. And Hugh, this is mostly a time for looking back, but it's impossible to not look forward. We speak about, you know, every title meaning something. Financially, it's one of the most important titles in Celtic's history. Yeah. This is the one, for the first time in a long, long time, that gets them straight into that top table of the Champions League and not only is the money helpful but the fact that they can attract players to Celtic by saying that we are in the Champions League at the group stages there is no need to wait until the first few weeks of the season are over before establishing whether we are in the Champions League or not Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Rangers are swaggering at home it's now 4-1 it's Diallo tapping in at the back post he's Finishing the season strongly And all that's been said about Rangers recruitment How it didn't work And how that's why Celtic won the league um, So it might be too little too late on the league front But Diallo scoring from the second game in a row Bassi, great work from him Fires it across And it's a tap-in from Ahmad Diallo Yes, you, even you might have scored that one yeah. As you so often say He's been good tonight since he came on Diallo, yeah. just as he was at the weekend So um, no dramas, Cami And even if there was to be yeah. a problem on the scoreboard it doesn't mean much to Rangers tonight but no. much better to go into Seville with confidence absolutely and again he's put out his, his sort of start and I would say close to what it'll be starting 11 in, uh, for the game in Seville um, they've all came through it they've got a really good win under the belt a lot of minutes under the, their belt as well so that's that's great for Rangers it's been a really comfortable night um, so yeah Gio will be very happy with his night's work No idea what the officials at Fir Park are trying to do to my blood pressure Seven minutes to go <laughs> Seven minutes added on Your mother will lead two goals to one Wow um, Seems like some sort of stitch up Trying to wind me up Hugh Keevans <laughs> It is full time Rangers 4 Ross County 1 Rangers finish their home domestic season with a swagger and a very brief wobble when Jordan White pulled one back but goes from Scott Wright James Tavernier's penalty Fashion Sakala and Ahmad Diallo wrap up a comfortable evening it's all about Seville it was already all about Seville Hugh yep. but job done yeah uh, you know they're, they're just taking care of their remaining commitments we'll see with interest what team plays against Hearts at Tynecastle on the final day of the season one week from tonight will know who's won the Europa League uh, so that's what Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has to do now he has to juggle with players uh, take care of fitness and have them 100% ready to go in Seville uh, let's go to the phones because we're going to be here for a long old time yet so let's hear from you 0141 951 1025 Michael's first through in Bishop Briggs how does it feel to be champions Michael? I can't believe it, Gordon. I can't honestly, God, I can't believe it. I'm absolutely ecstatic. Even though we threw one each tonight, I was, even though that chance happened at the end, I was still, still on edge. Even though I knew it was already done, but I'm actually proud of the players, proud of Ange, and I never expected this over the season. I actually thought it was a rebuilding job, and I listen to that, I listen every week, and I know that everybody else thought the same. So I think that this is a fantastic achievement from Celtic, where they are at the moment, and what they've done this season. I know Rangers have done really well. And, and I don't like to praise them but they've had a, a really great season as well and it just shows how far Scottish football is pushing towards 
but but mm-hmm. bigger and better. So uh, I, I speak to Hugh and ask Hugh what, what did he think about Ange coming in at the start of the season. I know what Alan Brazil and people like that and that wrote him off, but see he came in what he's done this season. It just shows in a space of one year what he's done. Just shows that after the next few years he could probably build Celtic been a, a formidable team. And don't get me wrong, Rangers could be good as well because I think that Van Bronckhorst was wrote off, but I feel as if he's come into himself as well and it could back to the days of Celtic and Rangers being a, right, against each other every year, night and tuck. When you're in the punditry game, Michael, whether it's Alan Brazil or anybody else, you speak about what you see in front of you. And when Ange had the three defeats in six games... It was the worst start statistically for 23 years and people speak about that at the time. Then, some weeks later, we had our own Mark Wilson changing his mind. He thought there was a chance for Celtic to win the title, having tipped Rangers to take it initially. So that's the nature of the punditry game. You are assessing things Mm. as they go on. That doesn't mean people can't get carried away and be too harsh too soon and dive in and all the rest of it though oh sure that that too is part of the punditry game uh, particularly in this day and age the social media day and age but now on reflection and Ange has always asked to be given the time to get over the line and then reflect on what has taken place 31 games 6 draws 25 wins he has made players like Anthony Ralston come alive again he has brought in players from another continent who have made a massive contribution. He has turned around Tom Rogic, who at one point looked as if he was about to leave Celtic. He has done everything in the proper mm. manner. And this tonight, I can't help but feel, is about Ange Postacoglu because he was given the invitation to fall and to fail. And he refused to respond to the invitation he stuck to his task and tonight he gets his reward in full Michael how much sweeter does this all make it? Oh listen, I'm, I'm, listen I can agree with you on the said that I was in the pub in Ange Postcoglu get, get told he was going to be the boss and I laughed with Rangers I was in the pub with Rangers mates and I was laughing as well going who's this? Now I, I get told it was a done deal with the house so I told everybody that that was happening and then it came back it was Ange Postcoglu so listen I was red faced but listen I've, I've stood behind him and he's done everything he says to a man not even just his management just the way he talks about life and football towards the fans and everybody else he's a, he's a credit to himself in Scottish football I think I think he's, he's took it Celtic to a different level and uh, one may continue listen I'm absolutely ecstatic and very parked on my way there to celebrate for the players coming home and listen it's been a great season and it might, it might be damned to a bit the Rangers maybe going to Europe but fair play to them you don't get their through luck so I hope they don't win but you don't get their through chance and we'll take it as it comes but it's great for Scottish football that's all I can say but enjoy your night lads and uh, thanks very much for taking my call Brilliant. Yeah. I hope Celtic aren't staying in Dundee tonight <laughs> and Michael's <laughs> going to be waiting all night but I'm sure they will be let me ask you Michael before you go if you don't mind I, I wonder how this compares because you'll have seen Celtic win titles that have you know been 8 and 9 in a row and whatever else and You've seen Celtic win titles by the length of London Road and all the rest of it. How does this one compare? See, be fair, nobody wanted this job. Listen, we tried Eddie Howe, and I don't even think his staff wanted to come because this job nobody wanted to touch. 
Neil Lennon took it on and got the job and obviously what happened happened but I feel as if nobody wanted to take it after he left last year was, well, it was a bad season throughout and anything we done just didn't work but I feel as if this season they've just like, built, built a team unit I can't believe it Cam McGregor's come in kudos to him he's been absolutely fantastic and I feel as if they're pushing the right direction and nobody no Celtic fan would have imagined us to win the league this year not yeah. a chance How do you all think it compares well let's start with you Simon because you'll be of the same um, emotional feeling, if you like, as Michael. Let's put it that way. How do you think it compares? I think every title's special, but I think just on the way that they've had to, as I said there, bounce back. You know, Rangers were dominant from January when I think they beat Celtic in the New Year's Day game or around about that time. Rangers ran away with the title. Celtic had a really, really poor season, disappointing on all levels. And to turn it around so quickly... It's been mm. it's been phenomenal. It really has, and I don't think any. I didn't know who Ange Postecoglou was mm. when he came in. Again, probably ignorant towards that side of it. But mm. you know, the recruitment they brought in and, and the exciting stuff that Celtic have produced this season, it gave everybody a, a little bit of hope again. Right, this is largely about Celtic winning the title, of course, is. But there are a few other things confirmed tonight. Motherwell have done it. They have qualified for Europe. They've beaten Hearts, and they will play in the Europa Conference League. Next season uh, Are Dundee also relegated Dave Galloway? Yes they are indeed Gordon It's finished St Johnson 1 Aberdeen uh, nil. Saints went ahead The only goal of the game In fact uh, On 17 minutes With a well created goal Halberg set up Middleton Who cut the ball back For Hendry To sweep home They went close again Soon after Middleton's free kick From outside the box Tipped over uh, By Lewis Saints thoroughly deserving Of their interval lead And uh, Rooney passed up A golden chance To make it 2-0 With Rooney With um, uh, You know The miss uh, uh, from a free header it was following a corner kick and Henry then curled in a powerful one just over from the edge of the D didn't clear the crossbar by much as the home side dominated they looked very comfortable and in control at the other end Barron cracked in a long range free kick that was held easily enough by Clark but the Dons threatened very little despite having by far the lion's share of possession something like 70% possession so the Saints then officially clear of the danger of automatic relegation it's Dundee who are down St Johnson can go into the playoffs with lots of confidence on the basis of this impressive performance it's ended St Johnson 1 Aberdeen 0 Dundee are relegated Motherwell are into Europe come on especially you Motherwell fans that have been on here wanting the manager sacked he's qualified for Europe 01419511025 and of course the simplest question of them all to you Celtic fans how does it feel to be champions Strangers fans you've just watched one of the last games uh, before Seville as well 4-1 victory against Ross County Come on, keep them coming 0141-951-1025 And we will speak to you next Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Cammy Bell and Simon Donnelly are here on the night Celtic have been crowned champions of the Scottish Premiership It was not a good start at all by the end of September They had dropped 11 points In the first 7 league games They then went on quite a run And tonight it all was confirmed For many people it was known already But the arithmetic had to be squared up And that's been done with a one-all draw At Tanadice Celtic are champions Again, how does it feel Celtic fans? Let us know what's been the key The key moments, the turning points The people who deserve the most praise 
the emotional attachment to it Let us know the full lot 01419511025 Dundee have been relegated And Dundee United and Motherwell Have both secured European football It's been quite a definitive night Hugh Keevans Yeah, um, congratulations to both Dundee United and Motherwell um, Graham Alexander under all sorts of pressure uh, the long sequence of games without a win got him involved with supporters who wanted him out but the same supporters who wanted him out can now look out the passports and for Tam Courts, terrific job he's blooded so many young players tonight uh, they were all out in force again but he has taken United into Europe again a support who at the start of the season said Tam who? Why him? Uh, now they know the, the answer to their question Thomas as well at points he's been known as this season But anyway let's go back to Paul Who's a Celtic fan in the Gorbals How much does that one mean to you Paul? Oh, this, this, I said this a few weeks ago um, that this, I'll enjoy this title probably more than any of the last ones Over the last few years Because we were written off at the start of the season Nobody gave us a chance Probably myself included I talked to my dad and my mates about saying I would have been kind of happy with Celtic challenging Rangers and getting a cup or something now in the first season. But the managers came in and kind of rejuvenated the club and we've won the league title, a league cup, our 14th domestic trophy in six years, our 10th league title in 11 years. Now that's that's something quite special, I think. Yeah, Hugh, it's funny. In some ways, it feels like it's been a long season, but in other ways, yeah. I feel like those conversations were yesterday. Celtic fans, give us a call. What would be success for your team this season? Uh -huh. And the answer was generally get close to Rangers and see if we can pick up a cup. That was generally what we would hear back. But the job that Ange Postecoglou has done has erased the memory of just how bad it was, just how much of a task he had taken on. Just how bad a start Celtic had made Because from dropping 11 points in 7 games As you pointed out earlier Gordon They have gone on a run Which is summed up by They refuse to lose And that's why tonight they are champions And uh, they've got one more record to protect And that is never having lost a game at Celtic Park This season and they can protect that record by beating Motherwell on Saturday on a day of high celebration. And you've got to feel for Kyogo and Maeda and Idaguchi who are out doing their post-match running, Simon <laughs> Donnelly. As the party goes on, of course, Maeda's running. Yeah, you can forgive the boys for being in the dressing room having a celebratory drink, but it's maybe not their culture. They're, they're out there working hard again, you know, putting in the, the extra yards. That's incredible, Cammy. That, you know... Commitment to just doing your thing at all times. A smile on their faces again. again yeah, it's is it just those three? It, it, it looks <laughs> as if there's pictures. I think they're in there at the moment celebrating. They were in there at the moment, but again, it just shows you the professionalism of Angie. Wants to do everything right, um, and and he, as he's saying says, we never stop. And they've obviously not stopped tonight uh, to celebrate. They want to do the runs that they probably would do every game, um, but yes. It's been an incredible season for mm. Celtic Yeah I mean Paul everyone I think is on the same page In terms of the unexpected nature At what point did you think it Was becoming possible? I think I think the turnaround was all for the game at Celtic Park When we kind of destroyed Rangers In the first half And it, and it, we just kind of went on for them Kicked on and as I heard you saying there, 
like we've been unbeaten and domestically, do you know what I mean? Except for the cup, obviously, but in the league, we've been unbeaten in 30 games, I mean, a good number of games. And I just think for a team that's just been built, that desire and that, I think they caught what it means to play for Celtic as well, these players. Do you know what I mean? And I just think the manager's done a great job. I still think there's work to do because I think I'm not blinded. I'm a true Celtic fan, but I think the last two Celtic Rangers games, I think Rangers were a bit more physical in the middle of the park. I think from next year, I think they maybe need to change up a bit when we play them. Now, kind of match them that way with Lundstrom and stuff like that. But for the first season, there's no complaints. And, uh, and, yeah. put, and they put to bed uh, what's the bigger achievement, the, the European Cup or the Europa League. I mean, when Celtic won it, we won every trophy you could play for that year. We won everything, the quadruple. Let's spend at least 10 minutes Not going back to the 60s Hugh. Again, That's not, not a slight on Paul It's just that debate We'll never get to the, the end of it We'll ground in circles no, no, no. to the end of the time The fact of life and, and Sammy will know this to be true When you're at Celtic Or Rangers You get Until Sunday To celebrate the league And then On Monday You're thinking about The next league And Ange Postacoglu is thinking who can I get in? How quickly can I get them in? You, if you rest on your laurels in Glasgow, you're done for. Yeah, well, that's healthy, isn't it? And I mean that you could then go back for for some people. Celtic rested on theirs, and that's why Rangers won the league last season. And yet, a lot of this is taken away because Rangers have reached the Europa League. But domestically, maybe Rangers got it wrong and didn't kick on the way they should have. But anyway, Celtic are champions, Simon. Worth bearing in mind that it's a part of a double as yeah. well. You know, it wasn't just the league. Yeah, and I think I'm just trying to rack my brains for so that obviously three defeats in the first six. I remember Rangers actually going to Tannadice and the kind of invincibility, the defeat there. Uh-huh. I think would have gave certainly the Celtic fans a little bit of hope. I think Ange and the players would probably have been focused on the job at hand, but I think them getting beat early in the season from the start where they went to Tynecastle. I watched the game. I think like every other Celtic fan, you'd be like, this could be a long season for Celtic. But I think they got into their stride quite quickly after that. I know they took a couple of defeats in Europe, but I've I, I seen signs in the European games where at Betis they could have been 3-0 up. They, they showed mm-hmm. a lot of attacking prowess. And I thought, you know, this team have got something. And I thought we had a title race on our hands. I, I didn't quite see it panning out the way it did after the, the turn of the year. Then Fatik won at Celtic Park. And the one that won it effectively was the, yeah. the 2-1 at Ibrox. Yeah, I think everyone will point to that. Or not everyone, it will be the most common... Answer to that question At what point did you think Celtic would win the league It'll be that 3-0 It yeah. will be that 45 minutes half, Specifically yeah. Definitely uh, Again they were phenomenal In that half And that's when you really believed That A lot of these players Had it And, and were able to go And do the job at Celtic and, and, and win the league Because I remember that game Very well That The, the Blue Rangers away Rangers were shell-shocked With what Celtic Had thrown at them uh, They were relentless as well Celtic They just kept going the whole first half and um, yeah that that was a big big moment in the season and, and that's probably where the Celtic players again really understood that they had a huge opportunity to go and win the league um, and listen the, the, they've been fantastic because consistency wins you titles and they've been so consistent since the start of the season How do you feel about Ange Postacoglu tonight Paul? Keep it clean Oh I just uh, I think he's been a as I say, he's been a masterstroke and some of the football at times has been outstanding. I heard Simon saying there. I see some of our performances in Europe at times as well. There were signs there that, see the way, what we've usually done 
games with other teams in the domestic league here kind of park the bus and try to nick a goal against us. But see this year in Europe, even Rangers, I'll damn don't care. They've went for it and beat these big teams. They've went for it. And I think at times just we own an experience with a new group of players. We get caught out a few times. But some of your first half performances in Europe are great as well. So big Ange. So happy, and I'm happy for this. Very much a new, a new defence, Paul, mm-hmm. wasn't it? You know, Celtic, Starfelt, and Carter Vickers were coming together for the first time. Joe Hart was there. The, the fullback situation was getting changed all the time. But I think slowly but surely, over the season, that relationship between the centre backs has grown. It's improved. It's down as the stats. You know, defensively, the best team in the league. But I think now to go and close that gap in Europe. I mean, you're at the top table with the Champions League. You're going to be playing against the top mm. teams. Yeah. But Angel know that. And his track record with the recruitment so far so good. He's now got a purse there that he can go and hopefully spend it wisely and build on it. We'll do a lot of this in the coming days, you know, key moments and so on. I might I might not give him the credit tomorrow, so I'll do it tonight. Mark Wilson was about the earliest person I can remember hearing saying that I want to change my mind. I think we're talking about September. And Celtic didn't look like they were going to win the league at that point. I thought there was a race on no goal. But his argument was, you know, look, there are signs there. And you look at some of the moments, Simon, if we're talking big moments, you can see there, you know, I remember, was it early October? Jota scores five minutes to go to win at Pataudry. Yeah. Now that was straight after the equalized. defeat to Livy yep. and the draw at home to Dundee United. And that sort of kick-started things as well. I mean, some of the early performances were, you remember the 6-0 against Dundee followed up in the league by the 6-0 against St Mirren yep. now of course at that time what we heard was oh come on it's only Dundee and it's did. only St Mirren of course you did but it was the early signs of what they were capable of yeah and that's I covered most of those games and that was where I was taking the positive side of it yet everybody was targeting Celtic's defence and Starfelt was under scrutiny made a couple of mistakes I think he's grown into the position really well Carter Vickers has been solid all season uh, a big favourite with the with the fans. Juranovic came in. Ralston, as we touched on earlier in the show, has you know up at Dingwall with the important ninety fifth, ninety sixth minute goal. Ninety seven, I think. Was it ninety seven? <laughs> so, you know, that's yep. these things. They've all played. They've all played their parts at different times. But yeah, there was signs there that I thought where Celtic going to go and win the league. I wasn't sure, but there was a race on. Thank you Paul That's Paul and the Gorbals 01419511025 We're here for you to react to all the big talking points tonight Whether it was Rangers building up to Seville Dundee being relegated Motherwell And Dundee United securing The European spots And of course right at the top The top prize in the Scottish Premiership Has gone to Celtic They've clinched it So let's hear your thoughts right now 01419511025 After the action It's your reaction Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Cammy Bell, Simon Donnelly are here to take your calls on a huge monumental night for Celtic where they were named Premiership Champions Rangers fans I know in a week's time you've got something else on your mind you watched your team win 4-1 tonight comfortable played a strong team Presumably to rest players at the weekend What do you make of that? Celtic fans keep the calls coming Come on you Motherwell fans You're not getting away with this Wanting the manager sacked And now qualifying for Europe no less With a 2-1 victory against Hearts Dundee are relegated Dundee United are secured in Europe as well It has been a definitive evening In the Scottish Premiership So let's get the thoughts of Mark in Cumbernauld How does it feel to be champions Mark? 
Um, it's a massive weight lifted off her shoulders. Hey, sorry about that, guys. Hey, good evening. <laughs> oh, you crack on. I don't need good evenings, don't you worry? <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, it's a massive weight off your shoulders, really. Like you know, because I'm old enough to remember uh, the few other times I've won the league, but it's no. Um, it's a bit different this year because Rangers were so dominant last year, and it took us. Uh, well, start of the season, we got our season tickets in a bit of hope more than anything else. Didn't look like it was on at all. Um, but the Poster, Ange Postacoglu, the players he's brought in has been, you know, and to hit the ground running in such a short space of time, win two trophies, win the League Cup, and then the league is uh, really exciting. And also, obviously, the Champions League thing's massive. The money, the financial thing's huge. But I would, more, I'm more interested in watching some of the biggest European teams come to Celtic Park, you know, and it's guaranteed now. So, um, yeah, it's really exciting. It's an area that Celtic have to look at. 18 years since Celtic won a knockout game in Europe. 18 years. Now, Ange Postacoglu will be aware of that, will have been made aware of that, and will want to do something about it. Um, and as Mark said, money is there to help with uh, reinvesting in the squad. His transfer window performances have been terrific. Celtic will hope that he and Mark Lawwell, the new head of recruitment, can conspire to bring in even better players. So, in terms of tonight, the sweetest triumphs are always the ones that you didn't expect. That makes them all the more sweet. And Mark and every other Celtic fan who's been on so far did not expect this title to be won. Therefore, that has simply added to their enjoyment. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as I said, the, the, the turnaround, I think that... The big thing now, and Angel know this with, with Celtic, they've, they've won the league, they get into the Champions League. As Hugh says there, that's, I didn't quite know it was that long since Celtic won a, a knockout uh, tie in Europe 2004. That would have been... So it's a long time, and I remember watching the likes of Paris Saint-Germain and teams at Celtic Park recently, and there was huge gap, obviously financial gap there as well between the, the teams, but Rangers have showed how successful you can be in Europe this year to get into the final of the Europa League and I think both teams next year if they find themselves in the Champions League they have to use the money wisely you have to go and add to the quality that's already there and I'm sure Ange will already be looking at that uh, they've been linked with their left back I believe over the last few days but he'll be looking at that and saying right how can I get the levels up again uh -huh. right, ac right across that team uh, to keep everybody who's got the jersey on their toes and hopefully reduce the gap in Europe, you know, and, and bring some, some good nights back to Celtic Park in Europe. I mean, even getting there, Cammy, you can work, we can worry about knockout ties and all the rest of it. The Champions League has been on the go for, was it 20 years next year in, in, in its current format? It's not even easy for our clubs to get there. So that has to be the first success before you worry about anything else. Yeah, listen, we've seen how hard it has been made for Scottish teams to get to a Champions League group stage. It's been numerous qualifiers and, and, and difficult qualifiers as well. The time on of the qualifiers, we've just started back our pre-season and then Celtic or Rangers have the biggest game of the season to play. Um, so it's a, it's a huge achievement for Celtic getting there. I agree with Simon that they will need to strengthen and, and Angel know that. He's been really shrewd in his uh, recruitment so far. He'll probably have a little bit more finance this summer to spend um, but obviously they, the Celtic in the background have uh, Hugh mentioned as um, Matt Lawwell's come in um, which again Ange's worked with so that's a positive sign for 
for the Celtic fans that he's working with a recruitment man who they've previously had a relationship. They understand the type of player that Ange wants. So I, I, I'd imagine it will be a positive summer for Celtic within the recruitment and the signings. Yeah, I mean, Mark, it's pointless asking, I think, if if you saw this coming because no one really did. There will be someone out there who says they thought Ranger, uh, Celtic would win the league. Um, but But generally speaking, that wasn't the case. What about your journey in terms of when the season progressed and when you thought it was possible? Um, well, after Christmas time, you know, we were, get, we were gathering a few results before the Christmas uh, shutdown and they were doing really well, but I think Celtic went through a period where they had a lot of injuries or they couldn't really get a settled team. And I, I, again, a lot of teams had that throughout the season. But um, after the winter shutdown, they just started to put a run of, a proper run of results against the bigger sides. You know, they went away to Hearts and they took them on. Obviously, they rode the luck a wee bit, but they beat Hearts away at home at, at, at Tynecastle. Then I was at the game against Rangers at Celtic Park, and they, they, I don't think Rangers expected Celtic to come out as quick as they did, and they just blew them away first half. I think from then they just kept going, you know, getting results. Even if they maybe dropped to a point here or there with the draws, I think it was a manageable. You know, the way they did it, they they made sure they got the, the, enough points. They pushed themselves enough. Um, to, to, to win the league like you know and it was it was, it was brilliant can I just say as well before mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, I thought Dundee United were brilliant tonight I thought they were outstanding I thought they played some really good football and I, and I think um, you know the guy that manages them I think Tom Coates he's done a fantastic job with them for with such a, a low budget and to get them into Europe and they play football the right way as well but it was a really good game it wasn't just one side running over the other it was, it was really good football and I think it says a lot about the league this year Rangers in the Europa final, superb run in Europe. Um, the title going to the wire, the teams fighting for Europe, and it's, I think this has probably been the best season for a while in Scotland. <clears throat> the, the way Celtic played, Simon, there are different ways of being good, right? So this is not a question about whether Celtic <coughs> are the best or, or how it compares to other teams in terms of level, but, but just the way they did it. The style that they played—is it fair to say that tonight or over the season? Or over the season, over the season. That, that's something that we've not not really seen before. The energy, yeah, and the pace. I think it's a credit to Angie. He, he knew what he was getting with the likes of Kyogo. Uh, identified Jota, Abada. These these guys brought you know enormous creativity and pace to the front line. Exciting players. Celtic fans want to go and watch you know and, and that kind of restored that excitement that hope in, in Celtic just touching on Mark there at the turn of the year he already knew about Hatati and Maeda I wouldn't have been surprised if he maybe even tried to get them when he first came he in he did try and get Maeda right, so, yep. so he's already identified the two of them he's went and got them immediately uh, as soon as the transfer window opened O'Reilly who looks as if he's out the Rogic mould a younger version of, you know, he's, he's, he's capped with under-21s with Denmark. I think he's going to be a fantastic player for Celtic. So I think, did they get a wee leap on Rangers at that point? You know, at the turn of the year where Gio was only maybe a month in the door, maybe still working with the players that were there. Andrew was six months ahead of him. These three guys came in and freshened it right at that time. They, they Did Maeda, I don't think Maeda played in the, the 3-0, but the other two did. Hattati scored two goals. Did Maeda start that game? But I think those three coming in really added to Celtic, you know, kicking on round about that period. It's one of the improbable things about this league win that you assimilate three Japanese players. Idiguchi is still to be seen in a meaningful way. But the other three, Furuhashi, Maeda, 
a tatty uh, to hit the ground running in another country and another continent takes a bit of doing. As Simon said, Matt O'Reilly, last known address, Milton Keynes Dons, a world away from what he walked into here. Uh, and they've all settled into it. Carter Vickers spent a lot of time on loan at clubs around England, but seems to have found a home here at Celtic Park. And I think the one, if you look back on of the 37 games played so far, the one for me is not the 3-0 at Celtic Park. It's the 2-1 at Ibrox. Yeah. yeah. Because that demanded a show of courage when Rangers went ahead very early on through Aaron Ramsey. And when Celtic got it to 2-1 through Carter Vickers, the defensive work in the second half yeah. was terrific. And I think the Rangers supporters, in their deepest subconscious, left Ibrox that day thinking... It's gone. Celtic yeah. have won it. Yeah, they showed yeah. they showed another side to yeah. it. How to win? Just what you're talking about. Cammy, I wonder because you'll have played against a lot of very good Celtic teams yeah. and a lot of very good Rangers teams. So again, this is not about asking if this is better than them. Yeah. But but did this team do it different to, to a way that you've you've seen play before? Yeah, definitely. I, I think what Simon touched on, just the pace and 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 the ability that Ange's brought to the team and and the play with they're relentless as well. They don't stop. Whether they again they, they keep going if they're if they're one 0 up they want to score two three four they they continuously um, keep going obviously we look at the the St Johnston game for example recently at home they didn't just stop when they were two three 0 up they wanted more and more and more they've got that hunger and belief in their side that they they need to keep going so yeah I, I think what Celtic done well this season as well was when Rangers wobbled Celtic took complete advantage of that and they capitalised on Rangers being sluggish and coming back from the winter break not getting them wins when they needed to get them and Celtic absolutely capitalised on that and, and then put themselves in the driving seat and kicked on. Um, so that, that that gave Celtic the belief but also probably deflated Rangers a little bit at that point so there was a big swing just after after the winter break. Uh, thank you to Mark and Cumbernauld. Let's go to Airdrie where Nick is on the line. Sum up your happiness, Nick. Oh, I'm Jim. Jump off the couch, Gordon. Uh, good, evening, good evening, gentlemen. I hope, you're, I hope you're all well. We're not as good as you, Nick. Nobody's jumping. Simon was tempted, but you're the happiest of everyone. How, how does it feel to get over the line? I'm, I'm sitting here with my, my Celtic top on that my mate Nori brought me the marmorous with champions on it. But uh, uh, seriously, I was saying to Callum, uh, I've Got to congratulate uh, Tam Courts and Dundee United for for the way they played and uh, the way they attacked us tonight. Uh, they they were superb. But uh, the point that I want to make is uh, when Rogers came, everybody thought it was a godsend and he won everything. But then uh, the role was never. It was never going to happen. And then this wee guy that was born in Greece and brought up in Australia wandered into Parkhead months ago, months ago. Nobody knew him, nobody. And he brought nobody with him. And he's turned the club on its head, upside down. And every signing he's made has made 
a near immediate impact and it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, it's the first time since the 2011-12 season, obviously, that Celtic have had to reclaim the league. Yeah. And that's different because look, we all know we don't need to <laughs> get a, a history lesson about the balance of power in Scottish football over the last decade or so and Rangers and all the rest of it. Um, but at that time... Not to dream of taking anything away from Brendan Rodgers Because they were an excellent side But it, it was like a juggernaut you know, And it was going yeah. and you were feeding off the momentum from last season And trying to add to it All the while your rivals couldn't get close to you This is the first time in a long time Celtic have had to go in at the start of a season And get the trophy back oh. You asked earlier on Gordon Where this might compare with Trophies won by Celtic Leagues won by Celtic Now as the resident old fella here I go back to when Jock Steen came to Celtic in 1965. Celtic hadn't won a trophy since 1957. Now, Nick on the line will remember that. Can you imagine Celtic or Rangers going seven years without winning a trophy? Seven years! Jock Steen came in and within two years of getting there, he'd won the European Cup as well. The job that Ange Postacoglu has done, I am not for one nanosecond comparing Ange Postacoglu to Jock Steen. But in terms of the task that he had to pick up, the club that he had to pick up and lift, it is comparable to that moment when Jockstein came in seven years minus a trophy and then won everything. He has come in, Ange Postacoglu, and has taken Scotland by surprise. Nick, like every other Celtic supporter, did not believe mm. that tonight was possible But Ange Postacoglu By strength of will One man's strength of will And his eye for a player Has made mm. tonight possible See Simon, believe it or not You are getting old But you're not as old as him So I wonder if you would go for more Shades of and I'll underline that Shades of Not a direct mm. comparison With the Vim Janssen Similarities Title Similarities and Vim Janssen no, Not a lot of people would heard of Vim Janssen And again Ignorance because that guy played in two World Cup finals. Uh, was a fantastic footballer in his own right, but did, the Celtic fans would not have known a lot about Vim Janssen when he came in. Lost his first two games at Easter Road and Celtic Park. At Celtic yeah. Park. And probably, we, we calls that night saying, "Get him out, get yeah, him out yeah, now." I was just about to say there'd probably been calls for his head yeah, at that point. I was and standing I here and it happened. We fortunately uh, stopped that little mini rot. Uh, with two games against St Johnson, but similar similarities as well mm. in that there was a lot of new players coming in. So you could probably draw shades, as you'd like to uh, mm. use the word, with the 98 season. Uh, thank you very much, Nick and Airdrie. What about Chris and Cole winning? Now, Chris is a Rangers fan, so what is on your mind tonight, Chris? Uh, how are we doing, Gets? Hope we're all well. Good, thank you. Good. Um, I'll probably get stick for this, but it's just to congratulate Celtic on winning the league. Um, over the piece, they have been the better team. Um, Rangers for a wobble. And Celtic took full advantage And I think we maybe underestimated them Just a wee bit um, But over the piece They deserve to win it And congratulations And hopefully they enjoy it safely Yeah I mean Chris That's it's, I guess good of you to say We don't always get that So I am interested Because we waxed lyrical all night long When Rangers made it to the Europa League final We've had great fun since We'll continue to do it We'll be on next Wednesday And if they win it It'll be big licks I'm sure But Specifically the league then Why did Rangers fail to win it? Do you think that was the main reason Underestimating Celtic? 
Um, I think so. Obviously, nobody knew much about um, Ange Postacoglu uh, and he's, the players that he brought in. And you just spoke about it before that identified players that he knew with in each system. What excites me though is with both teams being so strong, it's taken us back a few years, you know, and it's going to be. It's, I don't think anyone's going to dominate for for years. I think it's going to be chopping and changing, um, you know, and, and that's the way we want it for strong, strong football, strong Scottish football, and hopefully, if we can get into the Champions League as well, it's just going to put us right back up there on the map. Yeah, Cami, it could be a number of things. People will point to recruitment. Chris, that sounds more sort of psychological if you're talking about underestimating an opponent. Look, football's also about fine margins, which yep. Celtic clearly got right. Why did Rangers fail to win this league? Um, just not as consistent as Celtic at winning games of football. Um, for me, that you can look at the recruitment. Again, I think Rangers, when they recruited in January, Ramsey hasn't worked and had the impact. He's not had the game time that we were hoping he had. Um, Diallo's not had that impact that we were expecting him to come from Man United and, and have that big impact so again and we look at Celtic's recruitment in January that might have just swung it a little bit but listen Rangers need to, to learn the lesson because they have struggled in the past when they've came back from a winter break and they've started slowly um, in the past they've got away with it um, and, and this season they've not because Celtic took full advantage when Rangers started to stumble they came back I think it was Aberdeen when they drew one each um, and, and and Celtic they're then winning games of football building momentum till that old firm game and then blew uh, Rangers away in the first half so there, there's fine margins there is fine margins Rangers just drew too many games this season and didn't get enough wins this season makes no sense at all <laughs> none at all because here we have Ange Postacoglu inheriting chaos and a mutinous support and turning them into champions here we have Rangers who swap Stephen Gerrard for another high achiever in the game, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, who walks in and the Rangers have a six-point lead. Then it turns into a six-point deficit. Cami says they drew too many matches. We can go over all of the mistakes that were made by individuals that led to points being dropped. And then you wake up in the morning and you realise that Rangers are in a European final. The first time a Scottish team has had a chance of winning a European trophy since Aberdeen in 83, 39 mm. years ago. Uh, Chris, what did you make of your own team's strategy tonight, if you like? Because I suspect it's more important than the result in many ways. It was very convincing, very good performance. But going strong tonight with the team, does that mean you then rest everyone on the weekend? And is that the way to go? Um, I, th- I think so. I was listening to the show last night and the guys were saying that... Um, but some of the a couple of tackles from Ross County, that's the fear. Like, obviously, if we lose the game, the league's obviously obviously going. It's the fear of getting injured for our players. So I think on Saturday they need to rest most of the players that are going to start next Wednesday, um, and just take it as it is. Whatever result is, that's what it is. Um, we've got a more important two finals coming up, uh, and we need to be full strength as much as possible. Yeah, I think the same for Hearts as well, of course, because there's not a lot to play for there. In fact, everything, everything's done, is it? In the Scottish Premiership, absolutely everything. Looks like I guess it. Aberdeen could overtake uh, St Mirren, could they? Um, yeah, I suppose they could. Let's not let's well, not keep ourselves up with that no, one. No. Uh, Hugh Evans, <laughs> maybe we just take Saturday off. <laughs> Still a lot to look forward to, I'm sure, with the cup final, uh, both the Europa and the Scottish Cup. But 
Yeah, that, that's going to be it for Rangers, isn't it, Cammy? There's still going to be that intrigue. How could there not be intrigue when you are seven days by this time next week? I wonder how the show will sound. Listen, even by Saturday, I think the build-up towards um, on Saturday will be talking about this uh, Europa League final, which, listen, it's got every right because it's such a big occasion. And, and for me, Rangers won't play any of the players that will start on uh, Wednesday night I think it'll be a complete change team um, as you said Gordon it could be a, a secondary hearts team as well because they'll be wanting that full week recovery building up to the cup final so yeah it could be a sort of second string game um, that on Saturday but yeah the, the build up's going to be phenomenal I'm looking forward to it Rangers fans are all excited and listen we've already heard the stories of how uh, Rangers fans are trying to get their travel organised and the, the extent they're going to to try and get to Seville so it's it's going to be such a great occasion next week Chris thank you very much that was a good call from Chris and Kilwinning it's 01419511025 there will not be one Celtic fan in this land or any other that does not love Ange Postacoglu they loved him before they certainly love him tonight and we're going to hear from the man himself next are over the talking begins 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboards Open Line What a night of Scottish football it has been Celtic have won the Scottish Premiership it was the news that people knew was coming uh, but it is always important to get it over the line and that happened with a one-all draw at Tanadice we are going to hear from the new league winning manager Ange Postacoglu very soon Dundee are officially relegated And Motherwell and Dundee United Are officially going on European tours Get those passports looked out Let's, before we hear from Ange Postacoglu Speak to Hugh, who is a Motherwell fan Did you see this coming a few weeks ago, Hugh? Good evening Definitely not, Gordon It was all doom and gloom weeks ago um, To only win two games and your last, obviously, your last 15, 17 or something like that, and still get to Europe is, um, I, I can't describe the feeling tonight. Obviously, you're, you're a Mill fan, you know what we lived through and things like that. That was phenomenal tonight, absolutely phenomenal. And I, I did like the touch that Keith Lasley had his own lap, lap of honour. Um, so I just want to wish Keith, obviously, all the best. Man. But uh, yeah, phenomenal night, absolutely buzzing, still buzzing just now. So yeah, hope you've got your passport, Gordon. Cindy, don't you worry <laughs> I mean, Hugh At Keevan's that is Again, you know, we talk about Ange Postacoglu The different ways you can measure it and so on uh-huh. The league table doesn't lie It speaks for itself Motherwell are going to Europe And that's great for them But as everyone knows To, to do it on the run that they've been on Which has been awful, truly awful Just makes it feel I don't know if it's sweeter It makes it feel different Well, as I say, the 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 real sweet ones are the unexpected ones And Motherwell in Europe <laughs> That's pretty unexpected uh, But well done Graham Alexander uh, You know tonight there are many winners Ange Postacoglu is the main man uh, Tam Courts For the job he's done at Tannadice uh, Gets an honourable mention And so does Graham Alexander uh, I hope he won the line And all of you uh, Get a nice place to visit uh, Because there's the icing on your cake. The season might have been mundane, but the consequences of that mundane season are very attractive. Simon, hard to argue yeah, with it. Yeah, I mean, listen, Motherwell's form, we've, we've spoke about it in recent weeks. I forget the name of the regular caller that comes on. 
There's a couple, but I think that yeah, I know uh, the last time you were on, I think Stephen came on and yeah, was very he was critical about of the, s- the stress of going to watch his team, and yeah. you know he'll be he'll be buzzing the night alongside Hugh there that's called in, but you know it's it's timing. The, the late goal against Livingston gets you guys into the top six, and then you produce a result like tonight to get into Europe. It's a fantastic finish to mm. the season for Motherwell. The league's all about where you end up at the end. That's that's it, you know. And Motherwell mm. have. Uh, got enough points at the start of the season Yes, their form hasn't been great I watched them against Dundee United the other week I thought they were unlucky Not to get something out of the game But a great result tonight And you just can look the passports out I mean, Cammy could change I guess You know, at the weekend And the margins have been small between a lot of those teams But they're fourth yep. Fourth Incredible. best team currently in the Scottish Premiership You know, or if, if the league table stays that way They'll have been the fourth best team Behind three absolute runaways, so that yeah, that does speak for itself. Listen, absolutely huge congratulations to Motherwell because it, the league doesn't lie, and that's as, as Simon's just said there that you are where you are at the end of the league, and you, you gain them points throughout a full season. But hats off to the guys at the top of Motherwell because they could have probably the pressure that Graham Alexander was starting to feel and the noises that were getting made. I mean, they could have pressed the button and, and, and got rid of him, but they stuck by him. Um, he got them over the line because that was a huge win to get them into the top six. Um, and then they've done the job since then and made sure they've got the European spot. But it's a, it's a massive, massive achievement for the club um, and one mm. I'm sure you'll you'll look forward to next season. Let's indulge ourselves here, Hugh, shall we? We don't get the chance to do this very often. Hugh calls it unexpected and I'm not going to argue too much because I, I totally get where he's coming from. A club of that size with maybe, I don't know, the ninth, tenth biggest budget in the league, this is going to be the eighth European qualification in 14 seasons. I'll repeat that for Hugh Keevans, who's looking at the TV and not listening to me. <laughs> Eight European qualifications in 14 seasons for a club like Mullerwell. Yeah, but you cannot take away from that, uh, and it's testimony uh, to the way the club is run because they've had dark days in terms of the administration at the club. They've uh, had the awful days of uh, players being victims of administration, so on so forth. But that is a remarkable record. I mean, Hugh, on the line, like you follow clubs like that because they're going to be ups and downs and you know it and you're used to it. But this might just be... You know, when you look back in 50 years' time, if we're lucky enough to still be here, what a period this has been for your club in terms of European qualification. Oh, it's been phenomenal. I mean, I, I know there was only about 10 years went to Albania and things like that, and all the way to the nether region, Flamaturi, and it was like, this is what you, you support your team for. You want to go to these places, you want to go and support your team in the nether regions and wherever it takes you to. Uh, I remember going with Ricky Mullen and Peter Eldon, things like that. I went up to the Faroe Islands and having to go across the ferry, sitting with the team, sitting talking to John Philippin as you're going across the ferry. And you're thinking, that this is just... This is dream country, obviously. I mean, I'm 52, so I've, I've seen it. But it's good for all the younger fans to obviously go and, go and experience this now. Been to Nancy. Nancy was phenomenal. Great. That was a great tour. Dortmund. Just, you could, you could take it back. Um, but I just want to wish, obviously, all the players well done. Thanks for, the, thanks for the season. It's been a tough season. It's been a good season, obviously, to finish with. Graham Alexander, yeah, he's took the stick during the year. But I think you made the big decision tonight. I don't know whether you will know, but when the first team came out, Van Veen wasn't even on the bench. Mm-hmm. I think it was about 10 minutes that it changed that Van Veen was on the bench. Him coming on at half-time, 
changed that game for us. Totally changed the game in our favour. They started holding up play, getting involved, not, and it disturbed Tabs at the back. So, well done to Graham Alexander, backroom staff, especially Keith Lasley. I've known Keith for a long time, so um, got a lot of time for Keith. And Alan Burrows Flo, one of my one of my great mates for a long, long time. So, well done. Please enjoy your time, guys. We'll all still back you. Graham Alexander can be a very happy man tonight, Hugh. Yeah, of course. Uh, Hugh speaks very passionately about his team and he'll be there whoever they draw um, it's just a, a great night for the club yeah of course people moaned about the manager called for him to go when they get into the top six with the call saying that they hope that Mother will use the additional revenue to pay off the manager but here we are As I say, tonight many <clears throat> victories large and small uh, and Mother getting into Europe is Sensational for the club uh, Thank you Hugh Enjoy your night I'm sure we'll look back On that game a bit more tomorrow And look forward to that European draw as well Let's bring in Nicky Who's a Celtic fan um, From Auckland, New Zealand Of all place What time are we talking there Nicky? Well you're at half past Half past nine On Thursday morning So it is Yep, yep. And that's quite <laughs> something I'm just trying to get my head around that Because we're in a bit later than normal as well well, how does it feel from the other side of the world to be the champions then? Oh, it's brilliant. Like, I said to my dad before Christmas, I said, after the winter break, they'll clap. We'll win the league. He's like, you're daft. You're not going to, they won't win it. I said, we will win the league. They just, they've just no stops. Like, every time they go away, like the Ross County game, I had to, I had this place bouncing. The neighbours are like, what the hell's going on there? <laughs> after we won in that seven minutes. How long have you been in New Zealand, Nikki? I've been here 20 years. Wow, where are you from originally? I'm from the east end of Glasgow. The accent has not dropped off one bit, Hugh Keevans. Oh, I think she sounds like a Kiwi. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> not a chance. Um, and, I mean, Nikki, what's it been like following this season from there and I suppose on the back of everything that happened last season? Like, last season was brutal watching it, but it was inevitable, it was coming. Like you could see that we were gonna drop off and with everything happening and and then losing it, fair enough, like they have to get one one every ten years, it's fine. Um but this year's just been brilliant. Like since ever since it started, it was like when Ange came in, it it's just been different class. Like you saw the team grow and grow and they just became like one of those teams where they don't stop You see that They don't stop Never I heard that one word in there I heard that version of started That sounded very Auckland And less East End But we'll let Nicky away with it um, <laughs> That's the nature of success At our big two club Simon It is felt in different corners of the globe Yeah Far and wide uh, And Nicky sounds You know Excited there Obviously The turnaround this year I think She reflects every Celtic fan You know And we go over it again. He's Andrews came in. He's rejuvenated it. He's he's brought a spark to the team again and excitement for the fans that are lucky enough to go to the games. I think they've enjoyed watching uh, the team perform and and people like Nicky, you know, the other side of the world uh, supporting Celtic. It's a it's a fantastic effort by everybody there, uh, and it's really revitalised Celtic. And then 
you know it's exciting times now to go and kick on. Do you know what I love about that, Hugh? Nicky's just about to go and start her day as a league champion, as, yeah. as a you know fan of a league champion, going yeah. to work or whatever, and actually starting your day in that fashion. Something that not many of us will ever experience. When you're here in the studio and you're wrapped up in the game on Tayside, you forget that football is a global experience for Celtic and for Rangers, and that people at half past nine in the morning in Auckland are celebrating mm. Celtic's win will we at half past ten Look forward at to night going home in to the bed. dark <laughs> <laughs> uh, well you may go to bed I, I shall you cracking open the red I shall you have a oh. it must have a restorative Jeez. oh man what a veteran <laughs> of the sport <laughs> um, Nicky what, what are the plans today um, luckily I work for myself so I'm sitting making teeth right now so whenever there's a game on I, I have the ability in the mornings to be able to watch it while I work Did you say making teeth? Aye As Making like... dentures <laughs> well, <laughs> what? I, Well listen that's as good a job as any Just not teeth. what I expected listen, Teeth dentures it, it, It's not been like pulling teeth talking to you though Oh dear me oh. Nicky it's time for him to go to his bed isn't it? <laughs> listen to that Specky YouTube. <laughs> 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 even even in Auckland, New Zealand, said. Let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. My my uh, my Amazing. first my first grandchild, Nikki, was is Maria, and when Maria heard the one about SpeckyTube, she ran through the school telling everybody, "My papa is a SpeckyTube." <laughs> oh. Leave that one there. I think. Well, wow. Nikki and the dentures. Great to talk to you That was Nicky I, I, Not a lot makes me speechless on this show But I do find it happens at least once a week Because um, you lot never fail to amaze Thanks again to Nicky uh, You can get in touch You don't have to insult Hugh You can say nice things about him As hard as that may be What's <laughs> 41951 uh, I'll tell you what I did say we were going to hear from Ange Postacoglu Don't accuse me of false advertising We will definitely 100% do it next after they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard's open line. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Cami Bell, Simon Donnelly, Hugh Keevans. Here till 11 o'clock You two holding up alright? You've never done this marathon yeah, before? Uh, lovely pizza and two really nice cups of tea tonight so Keep me ticking very, over Very, very nice. pleased yeah. Cami, yeah. okay Great hospitality Good, Love right, it. we're nearly there We're nearly there But we're enjoying it There's a lot of football to get through Here is what Ange Postacoglu had to say Fresh from being crowned Champions of the Scottish Premiership Celtic fans, take this in I know you enjoy listening to this man Fair to say, fairly overwhelming Um just yeah, you know, just really proud of the, the players, the staff, everyone involved. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we started so far back from you know, in terms of a starting point, and you know to end up where we are today is is, is quite an unbelievable achievement. Obviously, the club you know, had a difficult year last year without any success, but even worse was that supporters couldn't do what they love the most, and that is support their team. And uh, you know, we knew this year, or I knew this year was going to be a pretty important year. Um, as much as you know, the instincts are to steady the ship. You know, I, I just felt we we needed to put down a marker this year for the supporters and for this football club. We had to make an impact, and uh, you know, the fact that we ended up champions is, uh, like I say, it's pretty amazing. Does this team come further than even you thought was possible? Yeah, I think so because 
you know, I've said, I've said downstairs, it, it feels like two seasons in one. It feels like we, we've jammed in a rebuild season and a, a season of success, which, you know, it, I, I think even for myself, um, you know, with the best intentions and, and you know, I'm a pretty ambitious guy. I knew it was going to be a tough ask to to get to the top because I knew our starting point, I knew what the opposition, you know, particularly Rangers, were going to be a pretty formidable opponent to get above. Um, and, you know, after round seven, you look at where we were and, you know, to, to now be 31 games undefeated, um, it's been an unbelievable effort by everyone. Hugh Keevans? Uh, he sounded suitably emotional yeah. without... Breaking down Because he's too big a guy for that He's too smart a guy He's too rational a guy uh, But to use the word overwhelming To begin with uh, Steady the ship But put down a marker That's quite a double to pull off And as he said Two seasons in one A rebuild Plus success in the form of two trophies A tough ask he said Well I think a tough ask is a massive understatement on the part of Ange Postacoglu. It seemed to be the impossible dream for Celtic, but he's delivered. Yeah, Simon, every Celtic fan just loves hearing from yeah. Ange Postacoglu, and I'm sure that was, that was right up there. He, he said a lot of yeah, interesting things. It, just, it, it goes back to the way he's handled himself throughout the the season, you know, he's he's came into the the club and didn't want to just, you know, drift and and, and try and get close this season. I think he's actually thought from the start that he, within himself, I think he's thought he could achieve this. Do you know, Simon, a, a, a jocular note because it's it's getting heavy now with Ange discussing the year. But when Ange came in at first, nobody could say Ange Postecoglou. Yeah, the fans, the fans would be, turn it into a a three word surname, uh, but they can all see Ange Postecoglou now. Yeah, I mean, Cammy, you'd expect Celtic fans to be, you know, loving everything that that comes out of his mouth. But from neutral fans, even rival fans, yep. I think there is a a real appreciation for for, for the things that he. He does and says I'm not saying everybody's going to like him That's just not the way Scottish football works But What I would say Gordon Is an absolute respect um, A guy who Shows raw emotion there Of, of winning a title And listen A title's obviously Really really difficult To do uh, to win in the, in the style that he's won it And the, and the expectations After the start That Selic had um, He's completely Turned it around But yeah He's, he's a He's a guy that I think um, is very respectful of everyone else as well. He always speaks highly of other managers, other teams, other clubs. Um, never gets too high, never gets too low. Um, and, and I think that reflects on his team as well. I think that calmness that he brings in a management um, capacity, it, it feeds onto the pitch. But he mentioned the starting point. The starting point when he came into the club. And listen, we, we all knew that Celtic were in turmoil, but we'll never know from the outside of how much turmoil he's walked into there. And I think it'll be a lot more than we actually expected. We knew from the outside they were they were really, really struggling on the pitch, but off the pitch they were struggling as well. Dominic Mackay came into the club for a small period of time. That obviously didn't work because he moved on very, very quickly. 
um, and Ange just took on a lot mm. I think he's done a lot in the background as well Let's bring in Jackie who's a Celtic fan We've already been to Auckland, New Zealand Why not go to Washington in the US of A, Jackie? Sum up your feelings Hey, hello Gordon Simon, you and Cammy, I hope you're all well Thank you, how are you? Uh, I kind of get inspired there, like hearing the girl say uh, Auckland I forgot <laughs> her name, sorry But um, it inspired me to call you guys I was listening to the open line after watching the game It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon I've had a couple of lunchtime cocktails But I just want to congratulate Ange and the boys on a fabulous season I couldn't believe it Thought we were going to get nowhere at the start of the season But they've played so well And the signings he's made have been amazing and yeah, great season all round. How impressed have you been with him specifically, Jackie? You know, we've just heard from him. Yeah. Sorry? How impressed have you been with Ange Postacoglu specifically, him? When he, when he first came in, I saw that clip of him. There's a clip on YouTube of him falling out with a guy on Australian TV in an interview. And I think he's kind of handled the Scottish media like that all season. He doesn't take any prisoners, you know. And I think he kind of, he's kind of like, He's very reminiscent of Jock Steen. He kind of runs the whole club. I think he's in charge of everything there, you know, so it's very impressive. Yeah, you know, Hugh, do you know what? It is interesting because in this day and age, modern football, especially at a club of Celtic size, for a manager to come in and not work under uh-huh. a director of football or even a head of recruitment or bring his own backroom staff, most of the signings were blatantly his. Yeah. It's. It's incredible, it's unique Whether it's going to be something that Celtic can continue to do Or whether they want again to build a structure that's that's more sustainable We'll find out in time But to do that this season is incredible I don't think you can minimise either The effect of losing your chief executive after 44 days uh, And people again are encouraged to think What is going on in there? Uh, but Ange Postacoglu rose above everything and as I say, this is one man's strength of will. He will have to do well next season to please people in Auckland, New Zealand and in the windy city of Chicago. But for tonight, Jackie and Nicky in Auckland before him can just savour what this mm. man has done. It is, I think with the benefit of hindsight, it is a truly astonishing Piece of work. I think you've moved Jackie from Washington there. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, is it? Um, I thought you said but, but Washington, DC. Um, I beg your pardon. You've moved him, but that's fine. Um, Cammy, I know, well, obviously, you have been interested in in sort of director of football yep. roles and whatever. You took one on at Annan. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's obviously an area that interests you. You know, for Celtic to, to have this way of doing it, is it even more credit to Ange Postacoglu? Absolutely. I, I think it shows you the trust that Celtic have in him. Um, and again, recent. Transactions that have happened at Celtic shows you the long term future is Ange Postacoglu because they brought in a guy that has head of recruitment in Mark Lawwell, who obviously is Peter Lawwell's son, but his background is the City Group. He's worked for the City Group and he obviously had the relationship with Ange Postacoglu um, previously working with him um, over in Japan, I think it was. So, um, yeah, so again, it's um, it just shows you how much influence he's got. Um, in the club and it's worked it's worked so why change it let him allow him to get the guys in around mm. him that he feels that can take Celtic to the next level Jackie were you worried that that period of Rangers domestic dominance last season was going to last and it was going to be a long road back for Celtic I don't know Gordon it was kind of weird you know like with the no fans and 
you know, it seemed like we just imploded last year, you know. And I mean, like, I'm not disputing the Rangers are a decent team, but, you know, I think we kind of handed it to them. And a lot of Rangers fans want to say that this year that they kind of handed it to us. But it felt like that last year. I think the pressure just got to the boys. And there was a lot of guys had their kind of heads turned looking out the door. And, it, you know, so. Um, but we'll, we'll take nine in a row twice. Can I say one more thing, Gordon? Sure. I've heard you guys talking a lot about... Uh, the final next week, the Europa League final, and how a lot of Celtic fans want Eintracht to win. And I would like to join that chorus. Um, my dad played for Kilmarnock back in the 60s, the, the league winning team, actually, Jackie McGrory. And uh, I won, I, uh, he played in the famous 5-1 victory for Kilmarnock against Eintracht, one of the best comebacks ever in Europe. And I've got an Eintracht top from that game. He swapped after the game. I'm going to be wearing it next Wednesday. So you're, you see, you're actually an Eintracht fan, Jackie. That's what it is. It's nothing to do with Celtic and Rangers. You're justifying it because that's always been your German team. Yeah, my favourite German team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Cause even Jackie started that, and he said, "You know, you've said a lot of Celtic yeah. fans will want Eintracht to win." Go the other way, you yeah. all did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you thought yeah. he was going to go. No, I, yeah. I want Rangers to do it. He suckered us onto <laughs> the punch. <laughs> Should have known Jackie Enjoy those lunchtime cocktails Please drink responsibly <laughs> Too late for that Oh he's gone nice. yeah. It's just that size Way back cocktail? to the bar <laughs> uh, Right let's hear more From Ange Postacoglu Emotional I think Hugh Would be a fair way Of summing yeah. up That first clip I think this might be the same I've done about 10 terrible interviews So far And I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll Yeah this isn't going to Impress anyone either Because It's just Like I said you, It's fair to say It's taken every ounce of me You know I've put everything into it. I had to um, because I knew how you know, big a challenge it was, and and you kind of, um, you know, we've now done it, and and the overriding emotion is just you know one of sort of, I guess, relief and and, and satisfaction. But yeah, you, know, you, you feel drained because um, yeah, not just me. I think we've had to be really, really focused this year, and you know, not get distracted. I mean, you guys are no better than me. Um, particularly in this city, it's very easy to sort of get distracted by other teams, other issues, um, you know, all these things that potentially they try and take you away from what's important. And when you've been concentrating on something so hard, you know, like I said, now that you can sort of relax, it's, uh, yeah, as I said, it's, it's, it's fairly overwhelming. Seems like he's got this knack, Hugh, of saying, of delivering lines that the Celtic yeah. fans love in the most casual, blasé way. You yeah. know, it's taken every ounce of me. I put everything into it. It's yeah. fairly overwhelming. That that lands, I think, for, for those Celtic fans like Jackie and Nicky, all corners yeah. of the, the globe. Without question. Um, in those moments of high success, when you are new to the country, uh, even those who are born and brought up in this country they can babble mm. uh, when success comes upon you but he that one expression it has taken every ounce of me that's the one that will resonate with the Celtic supporters when they go to bed tonight and it's the first thing they'll think of when they wake up tomorrow morning if Ange they're not awake all through the night yeah Ange Postacoglu saying it has taken every ounce of me I mean to Cami and Simon you know, he says it's easy to get caught up in other things and other distractions. I don't know if this will last forever. Maybe he forgets all this next season. But to be fair, does he ever really moan about referees? Does he ever get caught no. up in any of, of no. our weird ways? No, and I think at times when they didn't get off to the best start, I think one of his comments was that titles aren't won in October. 
And then I think when Celtic got their noses in front, I think he kind of reiterated that and said, look, there's, mm-hmm. the job isn't done here. I think he's very level-headed and calm right through the season. I don't think... As Cammy touched on earlier on, he wasn't too high, he wasn't too low. He's got a good level about him and that's it's a fantastic achievement. He goes down in history as winning the title in his first season. It's been a definitive night in the Scottish Premiership. Motherwell and Dundee United, well done to you. Securing European football commiserations to Dundee. Relegation to the Championship confirmed. But the headline goes to Celtic. Congratulations to Ange Postacoglu and his team. They are champions of the Scottish Premiership once again after a one-all draw at Dundee United. They cannot be caught. They will go in straight into the group stages of the Champions League next season. But we'll get to that in the near future. You can enjoy your celebrations for Celtic fans and we're back tomorrow to look back on it all. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL, I am looking forward to seeing what they've made of it. So make sure you join us at 6 o'clock and Meg McHugh is up next. <laughs>